Welcome back to another episode of It's All Bad. I'm Russian Danny. I'm here with Keith, who was here, but he had to leave to go feed a bunny. And I'm here with our guest for next week, G-Spot. What's up, guys? Who's introing this episode for us. And That's right. Our guest this week is Lawrence, who is one of our most loved and talked about guests. When, all right, when people hit me up and ask me what what episode should I listen to, I give them. I mean, pretty much there's three that I, you know, they're my go tos are right. Miss Elliot. Oh yeah, Lawrence. Yep. And I don't. And then Blackie. Blackie's a really. I mean, there's a few. Chris Dave. You know, we yeah. got a few. Literally, you know. Yeah, yeah. But really, Miss Elliot. And Lawrence, you know, are like the both sides of the spectrum, you know, yeah, about as much as yeah. That's good company. Uh-huh. Um, so we Lawrence is back and he talks about this is the master. You know, we had meth and masturbation with Lawrence, and he's come, we brought him back to talk about the master nut. The master nut mm. with Lawrence. <laughs> and we got sex dungeons in Palm Springs. COVID. Uh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. uh apparently Lawrence is meth gay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we'll find out about that. Yeah. yeah. The sex the- dungeons, <laughs> the lack of of amphetamines during COVID, and Lawrence's amazing journey into sobriety this That's time right. and his recovery and this like uh, this person that he has become, which is like not that this the Lawrence we have on this episode is not the Lawrence that we had on the other episode. That's amazing. The Lawrence sitting here today is like I mean I fucking told you this, you know, when I heard you speak, like you are not the same Lawrence that I met. You're no. not the same Lawrence that was on the podcast. This You're not Lawrence the- is a ray of sunshine. Yeah, the other Lawrence was pretty dark. Uh huh. We've all been there. Yeah. So, without taking any more of your sweet time, let's get into it. Meth and masturbation and master nut. The master nut. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of It's All Bad Podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Got a brand new Lawrence. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, maybe our most talked, all right, like there's a few people when people ask me like, what episode should I listen to first? Like which one, you know, Lawrence is like, you know, like Lawrence always comes. It's Lawrence, Miss Elliot, uh, Charlie, the hustler. What are your three? What are you, if somebody asks you, which one to listen to? Lawrence Blackie. Oh yeah. Blackie. Uh, or um, Jason Jardine. Oh, dude. It's hard to say because I think there's so many good there's ones. There's so many good ones, you know. <laughs> but Lawrence oh, man. is definitely, you know, been a, like people love your yeah. episode. It people was... are like, you know, people that I haven't seen in like fucking 20 years, I'll see and they'll be like, dude, fucking podcast Lawrence, you know, that's what always comes up. It's a lot to follow up with. I mean, like, I, like, I mean, you know, it was a crazy time. I think the format was a little different because a lot of people, I think they had a, they got sober and they had like a lot of, they built something and now they're coming back and I was in the thick of it. So I really was like showing off with what was really like, I mean, I've always been vulnerable, but I mean, like I was still smoked out. I mean, I relapsed probably like three weeks after that. Wow. You know, yeah. you know, I had people reach out to me uh, and say, Hey, 
you're the reason Lawrence relapsed. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he came on your podcast. You did. You made him relapse. And I go, I don't think that's how it works. I don't. I really don't think that's how <laughs> no. alcoholism or addiction. People or said that? Who, people yeah. said that? You, yeah. I mean. I'm not going to put him on blast. I want to yeah. have the one guy on the podcast. <laughs> I just asked him today. <laughs> no, yeah. no. I, 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 no I'll one's going to make me <laughs> smoke meth and, and play with my shit unless like me. You know what I mean? Like I, I still had a lot. I, I reason why I relapsed is because I never really hit a bottom. Mm. I mean, like I, I, I always uh, go in psychosis. Uh, I'm always scared of the fictitious police. I'm always scared of the FBI. It's opposed to FBI. I'm always scared of uh, psychosis. Always rules me, and I always get sober out of psychosis. That's my only consequence I ever suffered. But the pandemic was a lot different. I really, really, really hit a bottom during this pandemic. I mean, you know, my for me normally the pandemic happened, and uh, I moved in with you. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. I was homeless. You were in between places. Yeah. And I was supposed and to, yeah. You were, you, you paid a deposit. So something happened and you were like supposed to move into some fancy place yeah. that fell through and you moved in with uncle Vic and I like right when, like, right. Like right when COVID was crazy. Like yes. we didn't know what it was. I was like stealing, not stealing. I was like taking food from my work, you know, yeah. cause, cause everything was closed after 6 PM. You know, we would sneak out and go to like, we were like, we like we weren't allowed to be out. We were going to Hollywood late night. You know, yeah. like we were going to meetings. No way. Sure. Yeah. 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 It was still going. We even took Uncle Vic with us once. No way. He, we yeah. took, he said, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> and we're there. Like, he, had a mini shit, like, he had a mini bottle and he was drinking it. Uh, Bullshit. Yeah. Joey Mann spoke that night. Yeah. Who was another a former <laughs> guest on here. You know, yeah. Barbecue uh. Joe. Vic sat behind Joey Mann and kept sipping out of his uh, little mini bottle that he had. He brought like two Bushmills with him. And then after he was like, man, he's like, everybody's really nice in that in that meeting, you know? Like it was, his, I think maybe his first time going to an AA meeting. Something. Oh wow, yeah. Was that was really his first meeting? He said he took little Andy and some other homies two meetings, you know. But like right. he went to support people. Like he was one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's faded support. He don't drink too much. Yeah, no, hell no, he's not an alcoholic. Right. <laughs> yeah. Don't drink till five. Isn't yeah, that his uh-huh. rule, Danny? Uh, yeah, not till the not till it's dark unless uh, unless it's a holiday. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh wow. But yeah, like uh, that was a cra- crazy podcast. I uh, the pandemic was really strange for me because it was the first time that uh, I could really hit a huge bottom because I, I I was sawing, I was seeing the news, I was hearing the news. People weren't getting arrested for having meth on them. Nobody was getting arrested for anything. People were, were getting like a comeback to court tickets, like you know. So nobody was going to jail. So I'm like, all right, it's the perfect time for me to beat off and do what the fuck I want to do, you know, and like. I was, uh, I moved to this guy's house. I moved into this kind of like trappy trap house. Like you, both of you, all three of you, Dave, you and you, all three of you went to this house and this house, um, I, I lived that in this- That was, that was after the- I relapsed like, at your house. Yeah. I did relapsed you, at your you, house. Do you relapse at the house or you left? No, I never used it at your house. Yeah. I, I wasn't about that. I, yeah. I've always, I don't know, I've had some sort of honor. Like I don't want to disgrace someone's house. Mm. So I just, I, you know what I'm saying? I never took anyone else. I never been someone that took someone out with me. I, 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 I got high in my storage unit and I came back and I was like, yo, I can't be here. And then, yeah. I, and then I just left. I'm like, yo, I got high. You didn't even say I can't be. You called, you called and you said, Hey, I moved into my new place. Thank you for everything. Or you texted me that. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird, you know, and then fucking Vic. Just lie, like, yeah. You're Vic high, you was lie. like, yeah, Vic was like, wow, that's weird. Let's burn all the sheets that Lawrence had, you know, because we don't know what he was doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, and you know what? And that's the same bed that uh that Nick Kurz is sleeping on right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Same, the same one, the, 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 the fire. passed the, on, yeah, the little fire. The burn mattress, yeah. yeah. Um, uh-huh. Trippy, I think he was That's there. what Vic sleeps on. The burn mattress? He has like a little, it's like a little mattress pad that they use in hospitals for like burn victims. 
You bought it for five dollars. It's very yeah. comfortable. Yeah, yeah, it's like no a little, way. Yeah. yeah, super comfortable uh -huh. burn victim mattress. Pad. It's <laughs> yeah, like purple. Right. Lawrence, so on this last relapse, because I, I think you were telling me that weren't you telling me there was weird shit because like no traffic. Yeah, I, so okay. A weird so, thing with that. So right? like, I mean, I was the only one on the road That's when I would wild. go cop. I was the only one on the freeway. Wow. And um. You know, uh, for me, I was trying to, so basically the way I, I would usually get meth is like, I, I don't know how my appearance is, but gay dudes really like me. So I, I totally take advantage of them and use them to get free meth as much as possible. Like a hot girl uses a dude and plays them. I just play gay dudes and try to get free meth that they can until they realize they can't fuck me. And then I move on to the next one. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's basically like what I do. It sounds fucked up, but it's the truth. Right. I think some girls can relate to that, you know, like being in the disease, trying to, trying to survive. I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. And so like, there was this black dude that like, uh, I knew from, uh, the West side, uh, you know, West Hollywood gay means. And I knew he relapsed, so I was trying to cop dope off of him. I, I was just like milking him for all he was worth for the for the meth. And finally, when he gave up on that, I had no more meth connections. So then, I, uh, you know, uh, somebody in the program was coming over to to uh, trim weed. I was living in this grow operation. I was I was living in this gr uh, grow house. Like I was on Zoom meetings and he's like, what, where are you, Lawrence? I'm like, I'm in, I had this big spaceship. Dude, you gave us, you gave us, we were in a meeting. We were fellowshipping after a meeting and Lawrence had like the iPad or whatever your phone and you did a walkthrough of a fucking grow room yeah. that you were living in. Yeah. I was bananas. Remember, I was like, are you in a fucking spaceship? Yeah, yeah, oh, the yeah, the vents and the inductions and like the, what do you call it? The charcoal like filtration system. Mm -hmm. Like it was a really nice setup and like, but, uh, you know, uh, so I relapsed. When I relapsed, I uh, went to the house and I'm like, hey, man, like, uh, I I'm getting, I relapsed. The guy in the program, I was like, yo, uh, I relapsed, man. I don't want to be here getting high. He goes, don't worry. You can stay here and get high. I'm like, well, you know, I share about like when I get high, like, you know, I, I like, you know what I do? He goes, yeah, man, you can do it here. I'm like, so you're telling me I can just like smoke meth and like just jack off and it's totally cool. He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, fuck yeah, let's go. Let's go. Oh, yeah. So like, I went in there and I was like, okay. So I found that I had this safe place for me just to like, you know, masturbate and fucking smoke meth as much as I wanted to. I never had that before. Yeah. I never had that freedom. And then COVID, there are no cops out. I I, I was able to not be in psychosis. I was free to get high and, and, and not have like the pressure or like the, or, or, or like the, or the paranoia of this uh, psychosis that always drives me back into sobriety. Mm. So I was uh, in this uh, trap house. And uh, so I was sleeping on like a, like a half inch foam mattress that in, in, inside that room you guys saw me in for about a month and then uh, just smoking meth in there, man. And then uh, after the, the the guy in the program that I was taking advantage of uh, didn't want to give me meth anymore because he realized he was never going to have any sexual activity with me. Like um, I... Was that the good meth or the shit meth? That was pretty good meth. It was okay. good because it's, it's gay dope. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's that fucking that bomb ass gay dope. <laughs> dude, like, dude, one hit, like just take all your clothes off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's fucking crazy. The but, crazy uh, thing is, is like, I was talking to somebody about this the other day and they were, uh, and they were telling me they were like the, the, for a while, like the only P, you know, we were kind of talking about like how meth found, I forgot who I was talking to, but it was kind of like how meth found its way into the scene, you know? And when I first did it and I was 15, it was like, you either needed to know somebody like, you either needed to know a biker, you know, cause this is like late nineties, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, this is like when it went from like, when it wasn't speed anymore, but then it was mm -hmm. like, you know, it was like meth, you know? And, right. uh. Or it was like, you know, it was like speed, then it was cranked and it was, you know, like, yeah. it was, and it kind of was like, there was like the bikers, there was the gays, and then it kind of made its way to like the cholos. And I don't know how the yeah. cholos, maybe from Mexico, you know, but like I was getting it from my friend's mom who was getting it from the gays. She lived in West Hollywood, you know, and her, um, 
she dated a dude who was like a he was a drummer for a you know for a very big whatever he was a drummer for a fucking uh Jimi hendrix you know so and he was like doing meth at her house i don't know if i told this before we found meth we were like helping her move out and we found meth that he that was his in the basement and we did lines i mean they were there for like fucking 25 30 years no way and we did it yeah and we're like i mean it still kind of worked but uh but i remember when it was like it went from like you know and then the cholos like we were getting it we would go down to south central and compton and get it from like the cholos down there because it was like you know it was finding its way to them I don't, right. know, I don't know why I went off on that tangent. Crazy. But so like, so yeah, so like we're, we're, we're growing <laughs> on that weed and, and he would have people come over and trim and uh, James, I'm going to say James, what's up James? Uh, James was coming over and he was trimming all the weed. Uh-huh. So he'd come over and trim the weed and he, he brought this idea. I was like, I don't, I can't find any more meth. My meth, my meth source is gone. He's like, we well, you know what? Like the best Obi I ever found was on Craigslist. And I was like, I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go. You know, Chris is talking about. I was fine. So I went on this like this three month like Craigslist quest to find the trying to find meth on Craigslist anywhere I possibly could using like the secret search words. And yeah, oh uh, yeah, they, it's called glass cleaner, w- window cleaner, uh, like clear, um, y- you know, sealant. I, I was searching for West. I would drive all the way down to downtown LA, all the way to Santa Barbara, all the way down everywhere. I was driving hundreds, like over a hundred miles square mile radius trying to find any type of meth from random people. My favorite one that I've seen, I've never bought meth on there, is uh, Tina Turner tickets. Yeah, like, nah. Tina, yeah, yeah, Tina, Chris, yeah. you know. The Tina Turner, that's kind of like, the cops already know that one, so like, they, they kind of like, <laughs> so that was kind of played out, but I, I was Tina able to- Tina Turner reunion tour, you know. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. uh, I ended up finding this uh, one dealer and he kept selling me because the meth is so bad during the pandemic. Yeah. So bad because the the, the borders closed. Yeah. The I remember you sharing about that. Yeah. The borders closed. I and, and I, could, I couldn't find any meth. I just kept finding cut bunk meth with the, they use this stuff called enzo and, and isobenzopropylene. It's like this, uh, this, this, uh, this, uh, extra, yeah, it's this extra like, like a uh, cut that they put into it that makes it look like a crystal. Uh-huh. But when you smoke it, it tastes like complete shit. Yeah. And that's all I could find for months. And uh, I ended up, I was like, who can I get? And I was like, oh, Brandon O'Connell. I'm like, I, so, I, so I was like, Brandon O'Connell. I'm like, dude, Brandon, you know, cause I sold him hella steroids. And like, so I was like, cool, dude. Like, I got him in good shape. That was funny. I got him. I mean, he was already like, you know, good looking. Yeah, but he was like super like, every girl wanted to fuck him or dude. He was dating a trans girl. You know, he was doing the whole thing or whatever. And like, but uh, so then he gave me the number. So like, they had, they shared the same baby mama. And uh, so then I actually ended up getting really good meth. Uh, I ended up getting really good meth um, around uh, July. Around July, I was like, he vetted me. Like, he's like this, like, he's this dealer that's in Burbank that's notorious. Like, even Dylan knows him. Uh, Dylan. Dylan, a Thursday night, Alvarado. Dylan Corbett. Dylan Corbett, yeah. Who's also on here. Yeah. 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 So, so Dylan said, yeah, their, their family's notorious meth. Like, they're like the wow. meth kingpins in Burbank. So I got a really good hookup because, like, they betted for him. He's like, yeah, he was my steroid dealer. He should, he's totally cool. You can totally, like, you know, you can serve him. So, like, <laughs> I had to ask the best meth, you know? And, like, so I was basically – what kind of ha- – what, what happened was is, like, I'd never gotten high on meth for that long in my entire life before. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was uh, 17, I would always just get high for, like, two or three weeks. And the psychosis would kick in, and I would just go back and get a new current chip. Really? Yeah. For, oh, I didn't for, know that. For over, over 20 years, I, the longest I've ever gotten high was over for only for two weeks at a time. Wow. No way. Yeah, for 20 years. Wow. For 20 wow. years. I didn't was, know that. Yeah, yeah. It was only for two years. For, for 20 years off and on, I could only get high for two or three weeks when psychosis would get so intense that I would be driven back into the room. So That's my only, quick, huh? Two yeah, weeks. my only consequence for uh, getting high in meth for 20 years was just, was just psychosis. 
uh, that was probably never real. I, I, I still suffer from some of that because of the long-term damage, I guess, or the healing process. But like, I've always gotten sober just because of psychosis in two weeks. But this was the first time that I really got high for a whole year. Wow. I never got high in 20 years. I'm 37. I never got high once in my life for that long ever. Now, so, when you say the, how long, okay, if it's a two week run, when does the psycho, the psychosis kick in? First day? No. Instant. Really? Instant. My mom's bipolar. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Well, I only last a day before like mm. uh, the psychosis kicks in. You're kidding. No, instant. And what is it usually? The cops are after you or the something? The cops are outside the motel room. Um, I can hear the the neighbors next door, like in the hotel room, like mad that I'm jacking off the porn. They can hear the porn or like your roommates, me. you know? Yeah, or my roommates. It's always it's always <laughs> someone mad that I'm jacking off. So they're always mad that I'm jacking off. And I I just want to jack off and just feel good. But yeah. I can't because they're because everyone is judging me. Yeah. Not being judged by these fictitious voices. I don't even know if they're real or not. You know, actually, I made amends to the to doing the steps. I did the steps this time. Maybe that's why I'm a little different. Um, yeah. So like, uh, <laughs> so I, I those made, roommates, the ones. Yeah, I made amends to those guys. I made amends to those guys that 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 like heard me jacking off, and they didn't hear me jack off. <laughs> they never heard. They never once heard me jack off, and like, and I never told them because like I'm sorry for jacking off, and I was like, you know, I'm sorry if I caused any trouble that disturbed you. Uh, I just say sorry, but I like to make an amends. Uh, you know, if there's anything I do, he's like, no, nah, man, like you know, you were kind of weird. And like you caused some trouble, but you know what? You were just no. I I forgive you, man. There was no. I, I'm a really forgiving person, but you weren't really that bad. As, Did as, they as know you were getting loaded? No, they had no idea. Wow, the whole time I'm so secretive. My my super secretiveness. I guess it really worked. You know, yeah. being me being such psychosis to be so secretive and quiet. You it really the, had you they, with the you with the fucking the lube with the soap. The, the lube, gold. the soap. I, I <laughs> the secretly jacked off. I, it worked. The so like headphones, yeah, the headphones, the, 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 the headphone <laughs> dimensional, the you know the science sound dynamics, the yeah. like the like you know the resonance and like the deflection, like, everything worked. So wow. I they never knew. But you know what happened was is like this time I really started getting really sick because like um basically where I lived, the guy made an agreement with me. He's like, yo, you can like uh. You can do all the music you want. You can jack off as much as you want. Smoke as much dope as you want. You don't need to do anything else. Just pay the rent. You could do whatever you want here. We're up in the mountains in Altadena. There's no one lives here. Just jack off and make your music as loud as you want and then have fun. I was like, dude, fucking money, right? But uh, eventually the psychosis really kicks in and the psychosis starts to take over no matter what. Mm. So the, soon I could hear the neighbors and all this stuff or the neighbors coming up. But uh, um. What had ended up happening was, uh, so like I had this thing called MS, right? Multiple sclerosis. And I've had it for like, uh, 10, 12 years, but, um, I, I've been, I was using for almost seven months. And then, um, at seven months in, uh, in, uh, August, I started like losing my vision. I started, uh, losing the, my, I, I was losing my balance. It was difficult to walk. And, uh, and, uh, so then I slowly, things started getting blurry and I started to get something called diplopia. It's uh, double vision. My eyes started, my eyes started, without just like looking for it, they would, they would just like cross and get blurred. And then September. And this is when you were getting high? Yeah. Or this is like. While like, I was getting high, like with the good meth, with Brandon oh, O'Connor wow. dealer's meth. Oh, yeah. The really, really good <laughs> meth. Like I was just like, and who wants to watch porn and jack off blind? That's just fucking, I mean, oh, I, I tried. <laughs> I, 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 I really tried. I, I really, and so like, uh, September and October came and then. November I actually showed uh Dave. Uh thank you, Dave, for doing this. Um he's Dave Dave Scott Stone is engineering it. Uh he uh he called me and he asked me to go to a meeting and like I could barely walk and my vision was really bad. He picked me up from the meeting from the house that both of you went to. 
and we went to uh, Brunswick. And then uh, I fell down the, you know, like not the main stairs, but there's a side stairs. Yeah. My, you know, it's kind of like, and and it's kind of, I was walking so bad. I actually tripped and fell down the stairs during the meeting. Cause there used to be this red velvet rope. Uh I tripped over the rope and I tumbled and I fell and no one heard me. And I, I, and I showed Dave pictures of this last night and I just laid there for minutes while the speaker speaking. I was like, Oh my God, dude, I, I can't see shit. I fucking totally biffed it on hard concrete. I was like, dude, this is like fucked up, dude. I'm like, and like, and then I was still so, all I wanted to do still was get high. So now I'm actually really having a bottom. I'm really like feeling the consequences of getting high off drugs. Not just this imagine like, oh, the cops are out there or people are like shaming you or mad that you're like masturbating on methamphetamine, which is like never true in the first place, you know? But like, so then Dave dropped me back off. And then uh, in November, I, I went to the hospital because I actually, I lost my vision and I couldn't walk. So uh, my roommate had to drive me to the hospital. I went to the hospital and uh, I couldn't see shit. Everything was blurry, uh, double vision. And they put me in the hospital for uh, five days. They put me on uh, something called solumedrol. It's uh, it's something that's uh, five times as strong as prednisone. And they gave me uh, 5,000 milligrams of uh, prednisone a day for five days straight and uh, an infusion drip. And then uh, it restored and it basically, it, it, keep, it like deswells your brain. It deswelled my brain. It, it like... It made my brain not swell anymore in, or my, in my spine and I got my vision back. But then the only thing I did there, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to go get high. I'm like, I want to go get high. I still want to get high because that's all I cared about. Because my only solution in my whole life was like to self-soothe through porn and meth. And like, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, based on, like, I mean, you know, if anyone's listening, like the, the podcast was deleted. I don't really care if it's deleted or not or that you uploaded, but like basically a lot of bad shit happened to me in my life that uh, made me think that uh, porn was a solution to all my problems. You know, and, uh, so, um, yeah, uh, the, so basically I still kept using, uh, in December and January and then, but let's talk about the gay sex dungeon. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. Sure. Wait, wait. So, I got a question for you real quick. Okay. So there was a point where, um, cause, cause you went to the, so you went to the hospital yeah. and was it the same thing? Cause remember you went to the hospital before where you lost mobility in yeah. your hand. It's the same stuff. It was same like stuff, MS. but it was the hand, but this time it's the eyes and this, uh, it's always something different. Something in the central nervous system, uh, the eyes, hands. Yeah. Uh, Danny, that time that, time that uh, Lawrence was in the hospital the time before I went there with, uh, Danny Metz and Spencer to visit you, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and he was on a, he had a one-on-one, he was on suicide watch yeah, I was on with the su- nurse. Cause, uh. Cause Lawrence is like, uh, cause the nurse came in and she was like, "How are you doing?" And Lawrence is like, "Oh fuck, I just want to fucking kill myself already, you know." And uh, and so they had to put him on on suicide watch on one. I didn't know the rules. Yeah. I I, I thought it was an A yeah. meeting. You just yeah, say like, "Here's how there. people clap for you." You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, it's like he's like, "Yeah, he's like, this isn't an AA. Like, you can't say I want to fucking kill myself." Yeah. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you say the A, you're like, "Yeah, it's a great share, bro." Yeah. Like, I really relate <laughs> to what you're saying. This is real life. Like, yeah, you say you're someone who's there, you're taking that shit real seriously. So they like, fucking handcuffed you to I, a bed. You know? Yeah. So I had this. I had this lady watching me for three yeah, days. She was so cool. She, she was really, really nice, cool. Yeah. She was rad. I really liked her. But uh, yeah, the same thing. But instead of my hand, it was my eyes this time. Wow. So uh, yeah. So it got pretty. It, it, it's serious now. You know. Um, but uh, there was a time where uh, I'm trying to think because uh, I guess it was, I don't even know if Brunswick was going on because there was a time where we went uh, where I went with Tim. Remember, I picked you up with Tim yeah. and we took you to Pasadena. You know, yeah. too. Tim, that one. Tim Armstrong. Oh. Yeah, yeah, stop by. It was when there wasn't any meetings going on. There was only that one in the park. Oh yeah, and uh, you know that you went to, and it, this was so crazy because uh, there was a, you can only gather with ten people at a time. You know, yeah. so there would be circles of ten. And at first, like the first month that it happened, 
there would be a cop that would be driving around the park making sure that people weren't doing any contact sports. And if there was over 10 people in a circle for the fucking outdoor AA meeting, they would like play the siren. They'd be like, Boop. like you must disperse, you know, and then they would break apart into like smaller no groups. Yeah, it was the craziest thing How do we even I've ever find seen. out about that? About that meeting? Yeah. Man, I don't know. Because, um, yeah, no clue. Because we started going to that and because when Camille took Camille took a cake there. So I guess that never, like, they started that, like, right away. I don't know. Somebody told me about it. I think it was, uh, oh, you know who told me about it was Justice. Like, Justice and those dudes, they were going. Oh. Uh, that dude, Dennis, the dude, the old, the, you know, not not our Dennis, the other Dennis, you know, yeah. the one's, like, Super H and I, that dude. He was going to that one, and he put him on to that. Oh, okay. And uh, so we were driving out there because it was, like, a daily, you know. And there was no traffic. It would take fucking eight minutes to get yeah. from Echo that Park. That was so to fucking, wild. It dude. was, like, the end of the world yeah. shit. We were going, Nick, Nick Angelo and I would drive to the beach because the beaches were closed in LA. Like, it was the craziest thing ever. Like, you couldn't go in the water. You know, the beaches were closed for like a month, you know? Like, you couldn't, like, you just could not go. There was a period where they made it where you could go in the water and then you would have to like run to your car and get back, you know? Yeah. But there was another period where they were like, we're not, you just can't go on the beach and you can't go in the water, you know, which is fucking bananas, you know, like looking yeah. back at it. But Orange County's like, fuck that, you yeah. know? So, so Nick and I, I would get off work at two and we would jump in the fuck, in separate cars, you know, and we would drive together down to Orange County and we would go down there and boogie board and then go eat and then we'd drive back. Oh, fuck. Dude, so crazy. But it would take us like, you know, 30 minutes to get to fucking Orange County to get to wherever. I forgot where we were going like down there, you know? Yeah, like uh, so- one, of, one of my meth dealers, uh, his name was uh, James and uh, he was this homeless guy that got into like, basically they housed him in hotels. Mm-hmm. You know, like they for over like eight months. So like, uh, I would drive out to Orange County. It only take me like thirty minutes to drive yeah. out to Orange County to get dope. To get dope. Yeah. yeah, is that somebody you found on Craigslist? Yeah, I found him on Craigslist. Yeah, it was wow. like a white trash person, a white trash guy that was homeless and like a uh, part of like this. Uh, he got in this government funded program to like they housed him at, at like the 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 embassy suites and like the Project Room suites. Key. That's what it's called. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. Well, then he was a Project Room Key methamphetamine dealer. Yeah. <laughs> I was buying meth from him. It was really shitty meth. Oh, oh. It was shitty? The worst meth ever, man. I And I kept buying over and over and over because it was the only meth available because the border was shut down. Yeah. So they couldn't they couldn't push it over. So people were making these weird ass meths. That's why part of my head, I, I, I'm losing hair because I think I smoked so many bath salts that like my, I started getting kind of bald in my right side of my head because oh. like, I don't know what I was smoking. Yeah. All I knew is I wanted to smoke, I wanted to get horny, and I wanted to watch porn, right? Yeah. But every bag I got, it never worked. I, mm. I chased so many bags for almost two, three months. Never once did it work for three months until I met Brandon, until I called Brandon. You mean it didn't even get you high? Didn't get me high. Wow. I would smoke ah. it, and it would taste like complete, like, shit. Like, not this nasty, like... How did you, how did you find the Palm Springs one? Oh, Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. Palm Springs is a good one. Yeah. Uh, so like, I, I lived in this uh, sober living that was right next to Brunswick. It's called Spencer House, and it was known as like the main uh, pipeline for for their for their leads were people that were all gay. But like, it was an eight hundred dollar a month room, super cheap, two blocks from Brunswick. You know where that? Dude, it was great. Yeah, I remember. Dude, yeah, eight hundred bucks. Yeah, and, like, uh-huh. share this tiny little room. It was rad. And the 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 sober living manager's name was David. Uh, he was really into me. He thought I was hot. Whatever. And uh, he really wanted to sleep with me. So I knew that. So like, randomly, just like, I was always trying to find the meth source and rarely ideas would pop in. Again, I get, oh yeah, the David guy. Yeah, I could call him. I called him and I knew that he relapsed. He's like, yeah, come on down to Palm Springs. Uh, I take care of my my family's condo out there because like it's a huge gay population in Palm Springs. They oh, all yeah. kick it out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I'm at this nice condo. Come over. I got really good dope. We can smoke. 
And I was like, cool, dude. And like, I was like, okay, so I'm gonna play with this dude. I'm gonna get some. And then I went down there, dude, the best dope ever, dude. I took one hit, I took all my clothes off, dude. It was fucking, it was, it was sick, dude. Like, it was good for him because he sees this dude naked and I was just like beating off doing my thing, you know what I'm saying? And he's just there and he's just being, and I'm like, whatever, you do your thing. I'm just here, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, and he's like, okay. And then, he, but then he, they, they want more. Yeah. They, they want more. So I'm just there beating it off, watching porn and stuff, doing my thing. He's like, well, do, do you think like, we can fuck. And I was like, uh, and I, I'm able to like, for some reason, I've been masturbating to porn and meth for so long that I know how to like talk while I'm masturbating and like multitask. Like my, my mind, I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, can you find this place that we can go to? I know a place where, where we can go to. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's fucking go. So he calls this guy and he's like, let's go. Right. And then, so we end up going out all the way into the desert. We drive in the car. I put my pants on. I'm all lubed and messed up. We go all the way out. We're driving all the way out to Palm Springs and we're going out in the desert. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? But you're still, but you know damn well you're not going to do anything with fuck him. No. You're just keeping the party going. I'm keeping the party going. I'm trying to edge it out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm trying to edge yeah, that yeah. shit super, out. The master I'm edge. the master edger, dude. dude. I, yeah, the edgeaholic, dude. I fucking, dude, I fucking, so, 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 so we go all the way out to the end of the earth. Like we're out in the middle of nowhere and my cell phone service is off. Oh man! I have any, I'm like I'm like what the fuck are these? Don't trip. We, we pull up in these in these uh in, in this trailer park and it's just all trailer park. I'm like oh this is like there has to be good meth here. Dude. Like, yeah, oh, there's yeah. no cell phone service. Dirty trailers everywhere. And I'm like okay cool. So we go up and then like there's there's this garage and the, the door's kind of open. He's like we're gonna go in there. So we go in there. We walk inside. I say hi to the guy. The guy looks kind of normal, right? So then we go. In, under the garage door, we go in. And suddenly, there's like a there's there's a king size mattress. There's a there's a um, with with no sheets, and and there's like a like a, a couch to the right, and there's like a fifty inch LCD TV, fifty inch LCD TV, fifty inch LCD TV, fifty inch LCD TV, and a motherfucking bed on top of that with a fucking crank, like a sex dungeon, like in the middle of nowhere with no cell phone service. I'm like, oh my god! Wait, fuck? there's four fifty inch TVs. On yeah, that. boom, 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 boom. And then, and then th there's a crank with a bed that fucking lowers with a crank. It's, it's fucking just a meth, nasty, dirty sex dungeon. Wow. And then on the fucking table, there's like at least 10 torches, right? Cause the reason why torches stop working is because of the lube. Uh, torches stop clicking because the lube, cause the lube affects the flint. There's at least 10 or 12 unworkable torches there. There's like four or five meth bongs and there's just, just like needles, right? So I'm sitting there and there's just like this black dude that's there that's naked and the other, of course, they're in like, uh, and, and the white dude starts taking his clothes off and like, they're the all- The dude that you're with? No, no? I, I'm with David. So David's the one he's about to get fucked. So David's on the fucking, his back and the dude, the white dude fucking takes off his clothes and they're trying to, they're trying to hit a, a vein. I've never shot up before, you know, I only put it in my butt, like, you know, so, but like I'm watching it and they're trying to hit a vein together and I'm, I'm like, yo, uh, can I like jack off? Like. Like right here. He's like, no, I have a room. Don't worry. Go inside. I'm like, are you sure? I can just go inside. He goes like, yeah, just go ahead. Go inside. Do your thing. I'm like, so you sure? Don't worry. So I go inside his room and there's like this, there's like there's 85 year old woman there just sitting there when I walk inside the room, like, like, like the, oh, wow. just sitting there, just like, she's like, hello. And I, I was like, what the fuck this is fucking weird? Like she must be so desensitized by the whole meth scene that it's just like, me walking in there to jack off is normal to her, right? Mm. So I'm like, I'm like, hi. I, I, I said, I, I, I said, hey. And I walk inside. I go in the room, and the room is this really nice made bed. And there's a fucking 15 inch TV, and there's a clock. It's like a nice little room in like a trailer park. And I had the bombest ass dough from David, so I got what I wanted. I got the bag of dope. 
I got the fucking pipe. You know what I'm saying? I'm in that room by myself. I have an internet connection. I'm good to go. I oh, can yeah. fucking get high now and jack off. I'm fucking super cool in there. So I do that thing. Do it, and I'm in there. I don't even know how long it was. Probably like hours. And finally, like, I ran out of fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know more dope. I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, my edge needs to continue. So I need to go back into the dungeon. <laughs> I need to go back out to the dungeon again. I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to go out to the dungeon. So I went out to the dungeon. And they're still there just doing their thing, right? But then it's the weirdest thing. I've never seen this. I had a conversation with this guy. The white dude, he's buying, he's there, and then David is there, and the black dude is just walking in and out, like, kind of, like, just smoked out, whatever, and, like, uh, he, he called, like, the, 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 the guys buying the bags, oh, you have an appointment coming over soon, like, and he called them appointments, whatever, but then the white dude who shot dope, hey, you ever, you ever seen people shoot, he, he, he starts, he lays on his side, and he's just going, like and he starts like sp- like kind of like windmilling on the, on on the carpet. I mean, I, I, on the mattress. That's like like making that sound. You ever seen that? Wow, no, no, dude. And he's like, oh, it's normal. It's just like it's just what I do. And when I googled online, like most of my so like when I'm in the trap house by myself, I don't talk to anybody, right? So my only resource is on Reddit. Uh-huh. I, I go on the the meth subreddit, subreddit and, I, and I read what people are doing. And I actually posted questions like, is this like, is that normal? Like, yeah, that's actually, when people shoot dope, they do, there's this weird thing that happens where they like repeat the sound and like, they can't stop. Wow. Like, so like this guy who just shoot dope, he's like, nah, nah. And I'm like, I'm like what? And he's fuck? laying on his side, spinning in Yeah, circles? yeah. Just kind of like. Didn't you have a thing like that where there was like a sound or something, you know? Oh, that was the chick with Tourette's. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe wild. he had Tourette's. Maybe, but anyway, so like, so like, I'm just there, and, and, and then like, I'm just there. The old lady, the Tourette's, all of it. I was like, wait, is, did Lawrence end up in the same spot that Keith was at fucking thirty years ago? You know, it was. It was did it they was, move out to the desert? So we're out there, right? And it starts starts coming up, and like while I'm there, it's like the guy was like, "Yo," he's like, "He's like, can I touch you?" I'm like, "I'm like, nah, dude, I'm cool, dude. Thanks though." And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I just I played it all off finally. We got back off. I haven't even finished yet. We're driving back. We go back into the condo. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. And like, my whole point is I went, I drove down there for a ball. I just wanted the three and a half grams. That's all I wanted. And the dude still was trying to play me at the same time. He's like, no, I, I can't get it to you yet. So we're both playing this, like this, like a uh, game cat of cat and mouse. And mouse. Yeah. Cat and mouse. He wants my, my butt or whatever the fuck he wants from me or my dick. But I just want the fucking meth to do my thing. Yeah. So we're both trying to like jousting. We're both jousting. And I'm like, fuck. And I ended up didn't, I, I didn't win. Yeah. I ended up leaving and I, and I only got to smoke maybe like 0.7, but that was some of the best dope I used during the entire pandemic. And did you get any to take home with you or no? That was nothing. Just, wow. Yeah. So nobody won. I mean, I kind of won because like, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I got some edging yeah, in, yeah. Yeah. but I had to yeah. drive two hours to edge for like six, seven hours. That's how desperate I was. You know what I'm saying? You didn't saying? take like, your booty shit. No, hell no. Saying? I don't take yeah, my I mean, booty, dude. As, no way. I take that as a win. I, that's a win, dude, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like, hell no, dude. Did I, you ever I, go back out there or no? Uh, actually I did. I, 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 I did. I drove out there once again. And I got burned on a half ounce. Wow. Yeah. I drove out there another two hours out to uh, Palm Springs. Isn't that where Coachella is, right? Yeah. 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 yeah so I, yeah. I drove all the way out there and I, and this guy that I knew in the program, an, another gay homie, we're cool, man. I mean, but like, uh, he, he like knew that my family had money. So he knew me as somebody as a resource to like, he'd randomly send me like PayPal requests for like a hundred and Twelve dollars and it'd be like one hundred twelve dollars. I don't know why I was like twelve, but like for money, thinking that like I would just give it to him. Really strange shit. But like, I drove out there for a half ounce. He gave me a he gave me the half. I drove back. It was all that and ISO. It was all this like bunk dope. 
Nobody had good dope during the pandemic. It was wow. so bad. You know what's crazy is I think I know what you're talking about. And I've seen it made. And not only have I seen it made, I've made it before. We're like, what is you? it? Dude, so, okay. So it's this stuff. So the stuff that we had was, it was basically, it was MSM. Which yeah. you know what MSM is? Yeah, it's yeah. like, we we were fucking, intru- we were told that it was like, like a horse vitamin, you know? That it was right. like, that basically it was like a horse, like, it was like a, a like a horse steroid that you can buy like over the you know like you would just buy it like fucking like we get it in Shadow Hills and whatever right and it was just like clear powder you know and uh, I mean fuck we were so insane you know so we, and then we have a friend who was who was like all right you can get this powder you know and he's like and you could turn it into shards and he had a whole system where you would get like Pyrex plates and he would heat it up in a certain way and add a certain amount of water to it and it would turn into these like literally these like glass fucking sheets and then he would take the pyrex and he would hit it and it would like break into fucking literally like it would crystal up you know yeah and you would do and his whole hustle was he would have a bag of meth and he would do like 70 percent meth that's why the bags sometimes the bags they hit you're like damn i want to beat off and sometimes the bags would hit and i would just fall asleep Uh uh-huh that's why Uh because like but then here's the fucked up part is so then when you smoke it it wouldn't like it doesn't crystallize right away like you know like it would melt down it takes a lot longer to to harden back up you know so but then some of it's real so then some of it's good so you're always like trying to realize it but if you shoot it or if you eat it or if you fucking hoop it you know yeah then you still get a crazy high. Like you still, because you're taking this fucking horse supplement. It's like a horse fucking steroid, basically, you know? So you're taking it and it still gets you fucking high. So then we knew people that would come and then we would be like, hey, we don't have any meth, but we have this, you know? And we and they would be like, well, fuck it, I'll try it, you know? And like, if they were banging it, if they would eat it, if they would snort it, yeah. they would still, you wouldn't get the burn in you like from snorting it or whatever, right. but you would still have a high. And then we have one friend that would literally would just come and would say, I don't want the dope. I want that shit. You know, like no, that. Really? Yeah. And he would eat it. Yeah. He would As just like option, eat shards yeah. and fucking go and paint and do like really fucking crazy art. You know, Trippy, man. the crazy thing is, is like, and I'm sure you relate to this is there's a thing that happens with meth, you know? And I, and I like, it, it's a kind of like a newer, you know, I don't know, like, it, like I didn't, wasn't really like hip to it. You know, we're like when you're doing, and I wasn't jacking off or anything for us, it was more like, we got to find the best bag, you know? Right, and it's yeah. like, so we would go and we'd pick up, we would usually pick up like a, like a ball, you know, we, right, right. you start with a ball, you know, right. maybe it's like a teener is too little. You don't really know enough, you know, teener. That's like, that's for like, you know, that's for like homeless fools, you know, like, right, yeah. I don't need a teener. Like, what am I going to do with that? You know? Right, yeah. Uh, so we, you start with the ball, you know, and you get a, you get an eighth of meth and then you try it out. You know, you get a pipe. Usually we get a, a new pipe. We'd put like a good, like 0. 0.8, 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8, maybe, you know, a whole gram yeah. in there, you yeah. know, and smoke it. And then if it's good smoking it and it recrystallizes and everything, then, we shoot it, you know, then I would bang it or, you know, like my friend that wasn't banging it, then I would bang it. And then we would go, if it was really good, we'd go get a half ounce of it. And then we get a half ounce of it. And that's where the party began. But then somebody would call us and say, Hey, there's a dude that's over in Hollywood and he's got something really good right now. You know, he's got the peanut butter, you know? Right. And I would be like, fuck, I haven't had peanut butter, you know? So we fucking drop what we're doing, you know, literally fucking with throw the pipe, leave the pipe, take off and go to fucking Hollywood and then sell whatever we have along the way to get there so then we would be good to pick that up and we go to a momo or whatever you know and then we get a new room right. and then we get that and then somebody will call and say hey i'm in the valley or i'm at the oakwood fucking apartment Whoa. and i got the best fucking dude i got some shit that's like next level you know like literally we're fucking bouncing off the walls right. so then we're selling what we have to go and go to the oakwood apartments right. to go you know and then you're just spending fucking you know days i don't know you know it feels like fucking months 
just trying to chase that good dope. You I know? spent months chasing it during the pandemic with nasty ass random meth that people were making off of who knows what. Yeah. Because the border was closed. Dude, I mean, we knew these dudes. I don't know if I've ever talked about this before or not. Uh, so I met this dude and it was like, he was this fucking really fucking weird, really like the one of the fucking dirtiest fucking tweakers I've ever seen, you know? And he lived in K-Town. He had a, like a little one bedroom or two bedroom apartment, you know? And we have all these girls that were like really hot that were there, you know, and they would come and hang out with them and he would fuck them, you know, and he right. would like use the meth because he had really good meth, you know, but uh, his meth was so good. Fuck, I don't know if I, Keith, I don't remember if I ever talked about this, but when I, I went to go use the bathroom and in the bathroom there was jugs, you know, there was fucking like, like, just like jugs, like, like empty water jugs, you know, like gallon jugs. And I went to go piss and he goes, Hey, if you're going to piss, piss in the jug. And I go, what? He goes, yeah, piss in the fucking jug. Did I ever talk about this? No, no. Dude, so he would save all the pee because the meth he had was so good and then would evaporate the fucking, the, the urine and then would be left with fucking meth urine because like your body can't yeah, metabolize the meth. Yeah, so he really? would like re-fucking cycle, you know, this motherfucker's out here for cycling urine to get like fucking meth. No way. Yeah. He's probably slaying that shit too. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. What, what does was, he do? You have to like, filter it or something i don't know i never you know i didn't want it i'm like fuck that you know like yeah. I, i'll go buy a fucking that bag, makes sense know? though yeah but he would literally have like you know there was like a five gallon bucket and then there was like uh then like one of those like home depot buckets maybe a few of them and then there was like jugs on top of the toilet and he had this little spot in koreatown that was like so fucking gross and there'd be like really hot tweaker girls that would be hanging out there with him and he's like toothless old like like dude from the south you know just like fucking all scrawny and shit right, he would, right. like i met him through this really fucking crazy gay dude that was like i got a dude that's got the best you know like it was on one of those hunts and we went over there right. and he literally was like you better not be wasting that pee or whatever like fill up the thing you know and i was like this is fucking bananas you did know? he have good speed oh yeah really good yeah i mean you the you know like lawrence knows you fucking know keith the weirder the motherfuckers you're dealing with, the, yeah. better, the, the better the fucking better the speed. Oh, yeah. yeah, you go to speed sex dungeon where like there's porn <laughs> playing in every fucking TV, dude, and there's broken pipes and like fucking torches, dude. Good dope. It don't. For sure. Here's the thing: it yeah. don't matter. Like it don't. Like it, it, I like you know. I my morals are out the door. All of yeah. it, you know. Like yeah. it does not matter. I will go to the fucking weirdest place, and and then like. And then, like, I'll, and then I'll justify it and I'll be telling, like, you know, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, he's all right. He ain't that bad. You know, like, yeah, hey, at least right. he's like, at least these girls are staying with him and they're not selling their ass on the street. You know, like, that's what I'm telling myself in my head, you know, where this dude's like literally whatever, you know, like, that's there. You know, everybody has their own. He was in an apartment there. in Koreatown? Yeah, yeah, apartment in Koreatown, yeah. Old dude. dude? Old dude, yeah. Fucking toothless. Like, oh, man, it smelled fucking horrible. And like, it, right. it smelled like. You know, old people have that smell, you know, like it would smell like old people and meth. And then the bathroom smelled like it was like a cat fucking. He didn't have any cats, but it smelled like fucking litter yeah. boxes, you know, like, yeah, it was just fucked. And there's like cute girls living there. Yeah. Or like staying there, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is fucked up, you know? Yeah. I mean, sort of like me hanging out at the just trying to like <laughs> just trying to cat and mouse, you know, trying to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I get it. I had a dude, you know, it's weird because I think I talked about this with Brandon when, when we had Brandon on too, like. Because I knew those dudes, you know, and I think I talked about this when we had Gilbert on, and like, because there was always those dudes that we had around, and you know, Chris, like, that would always like be trying to like turn out my homies, you know, and like, and they never try to turn me out, you know, like they never were like, hey, I'll, nah. never, you know, and I and like, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know, like, is there, you know, like, is there something wrong with me? And like in the back of my mind, I'm like, right. the fuck is, you know, like, what the fuck's really going on, you know, like motherfuckers, you know, and uh, I had a dude who he lived in Hollywood, and I met him through somebody else. You might fucking, he was kind of like by the Hollywood Bowl and he had this cool loft that like had weird lights kind of like this in it. You could see it from the window, like from the street, you know, and uh, 
And he was like a fucking, I don't know if he was like a, like a film or a music or something producer. Cause he had like a really nice place, you know, and he would always have really cool meth bongs. And, uh, where do you live in Hollywood right off of Coenga. Okay. And he would like, had like really cool, like crazy meth bongs and like really like, like the best torches that money could buy, you know, like, uh, and it was like, he would have like the fucking, it was the first place I saw the Philips Hue where you could like control the fucking lights on your fucking, on the phone. And I was like, oh, this is dope, you know? Uh, and he, um, and I would, and I went over there with a friend and my friend was like, hey, if you bring dudes over here, he'll give you 50 bucks for each, you know, he'll give you like, he'll pay dudes like a hundred bucks to suck them off. And if you bring a dude that he don't know, like somebody he'll turn out, he'll give you 50, you know? Right, and yeah. you can just hang out and smoke there for a while, you know? And I was like, oh, this is kind of like, this is the perfect fucking hustle. Like, this is what I've always, you know, so I would come over there and I would bring dudes, you know, like just, you, you meet these kids, you know, and like, they ain't got no hustle. They don't want, they, you know, they want to fucking get loaded. And then they were like hitting you up. They're getting dope sick and they're fucking falling, you know, they're like, and they're like, well, let me get a fucking hit. Let me get a, you know, let me get a cotton or whatever. And then at some point you're like, all right, well, Hey, I got a guy that will fucking not only get you, you know, will like smoke us both out with meth and he'll pay you. And he'll suck your dick, you know? And like, yeah, these yeah. dudes are like, dude, this is great, you know? Like, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so go over there. But I'm not telling them that yeah. I'm making 50 bucks off of it. <laughs> so I go, but hey, I tell them, like, hey, he's going to give you 100. We're going to break that motherfucker in half, you know? Oh, so yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah, 50 from him. I'm getting 50 from them, nah. you know? oh, And man. I would go there, and I'd just hang out in the living room, like, play fucking music, you know? He had, like, a cool sound system and a, yeah. just smoke meth out of the bongs, you know? While he's doing whatever, you know, whatever's going on behind closed doors. Yeah. I don't want to fucking, I don't, I never saw it. For I never sure. want, you know? Yeah. But uh, then at some point I was like, fuck, like this dude's got cool. Cause he had like all kinds of like cool little toys and stuff and laptops and cam, you know, he had like fucking Leica cameras and he had like at one point, like, and I would just start, you know, like I'm a tweaker. Like I said, so I can't sit there and just smoke. Like I'm going to start going through drawers and shit, you know, cause yeah. it's taking forever, you know? Yeah. And then I would find little stuff and like take it, you know, like I would, first it was like a torch and then it was like a ring and then it was like something else, you know? And then it was like a camera and then it was like a laptop and then it was like a fucking Rolex. Did you even know? realize? Huh? Dude, I would always be so scared because I would be like, fuck, I can't ever come back there again, you know? And I'd get a text from him like a month later and go, hey, you got any more boys? And I'd say like, fuck yeah, I do. You know what I mean? And I'd find somebody else and I'd bring him over there and I would fucking rob him blind again and he never said a word about it. Like literally two Rolexes back to, you know, like wow. one and then another one, like both legit real Rolexes, laptops, cameras, I mean, iPads, fuck, whatever, you know, like just, you know. Was he an old guy? Yeah. Did he have long hair? No, kind of short hair. He was buff, like, you know, uh, I, I, feel like I, it's, I feel like it would be like a dude. I don't remember his name or anything, you know, but it would be like a, like a dude that I could see like Lawrence fucking, you know, like being like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to fucking get over on this. Yeah. Like you know? there's a guy named Adrian, uh, not, not the Adrian, are you? There's a guy named Adrian. He was like uh notorious, like uh, I would just hang out at his house in West Hollywood and he would just have guys come over that were on GHB smoking meth, just like disoriented. I would just sit in the corner just smoking meth. Just like, I wouldn't even jack, I would just get there to get loaded, you know, because oh. I, for me, I just wanted a safe place to leave. The problem is when you leave, you're so spun off good dope, you're in psychosis, like, they all know that I'm fucking high, the cops are all watching me, and it was really bad, but I'd always be hanging out to Adrian every time for almost like eight months, maybe, right? Like, I would just go in psychosis, like, every time, and then, so I, so I said I would go in psychosis, and I would get sober, but the thing is, I would go in psychosis. But then I would get sober, then go in psychosis, and then every every like two weeks or th- or three weeks, I, mm-hmm. the psychosis would be so good, so bad that I would get sober again. So I would stop and I would come in and out. So what happened was, so like I was I, I was at Adrian's, and I would just be there, and he would just have these guys there, just like smoking on GHB, just like it was crazy. I was sitting in the corner, and I would just get high off off his off his dope. This was back, and w- then we did the podcast. So like, l- let me clear. Hold on. 
So I was, I was, I was going to Adrian's for about not even that long, maybe like six or seven months. The problem was though, I, I never had a safe place to go really high. Yeah. Cause I was there, like that's when we did the podcast where the people, where my roommates were hearing me supposedly. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I never, I could never really have the, the master nut. I can never have like the fucking ultimate orgasm. The one, yeah. I uh-huh. can never have, but I had the one at the trap house. Oh wow. That shit was crazy. I mean like that, <laughs> that shit was out of control. How long uh, did you edge for? Oh dude, I edged for maybe like 96 hours. No. Wow. 96 hours dude. With my, with my red chair. It's a dude. Yeah, Richard, chair. It, yeah, Richard, it has zero yeah. gravity, so I would just lay in zero gravity, and like while I was about to nut, I would just like lay there, like I, I was edging like ninety eight percent out ninety five percent that I could guess, and I would let it just die down, and I I think I had a stroke that night, dude. I, wow. I mean, like, Wait, like, are you laying completely back? Yeah, because like right when I was about to nut, I would like I would hit the zero gravity, and I would lay zero gravity, and just let. Right before I would bust, I would just let it like just enjoy that moment. I would enjoy that moment. I would let it subside, so I so I so I could recalibrate. You know, because Danny, you know, you have a lot of sex. You 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 bang so many chicks, and that's fucking cool. I respect you for that. But like, but you know, what I'm saying like, but when you have sex with like a real girl, like you know, like before you bust, you stop, right? So so you can like, you know, what I'm saying like so, uh-huh. so yeah. So like that's what I'm doing, but I'm just with myself, you know. Yeah. So like I'm just like I did it for ninety six hours, dude. Wow. With with fucking Brandon you O'Connell get, dope like that was you get was, a, you get blue balls and shit too no not not, wow. not at all I, I I'm the master of it like it's like a I, I self taunter myself whatever they call that shit yeah you know what I'm saying like it was uh but the thing was after I busted that nut dude you you could like teach a fucking master course on fucking you know like master class on fucking edging you know? I know I could I mean like so like so after I dude dude uh, there was a wait I gotta tell this real quick so. So Lauren says chips at this meeting that we go to, you know, whatever. Like, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm not going to put any, I'm not putting anybody on fucking blast, you know? And, uh, and Lauren says chips, you know, and it was like, like 30, 60, 90 days, you know? And, uh, and then somebody was like, uh, somebody got up to take a chip and they were like, oh, I got 86. He was like, uh, he's like, no, no, you're almost there. You're edging, you know? Like, dude, like yeah, for, for the 90 Still edging. Days, yeah, he's like, still edging. Dude, I was laughing so I think hard. I was I don't there. Think I, I, don't, yeah, I, think, I don't think anybody else got it. I got it. it. I did. Yeah. So yeah, still edging. Yeah. Still, still, edging. still edging. Yeah. So like, uh, but like, it was, it was really uh, bad though because like after I busted that nut, I went in the bathroom, I looked in the mirror, and it wasn't psychosis. Like I, I should probably ask a doctor what really happened. Um, my left people started going bigger, and my right, and we get smaller, and my right people was getting bigger and going smaller. It, it was phasing. No way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The most incredible orgasm ever had in my entire life that will never... That actually really um, helps keep me sober right now. Like, knowing that, like, that I, I will never have an orgasm like that ever in my life again. I mean, it sounds weird to, like... Not weird, but that's my truth. Like, that that orgasm was so intense. Like, <laughs> so intense. <laughs> like, because, like, the guy let me stay in the trap, get high as I wanted to, so I, so I, so so I had like I had a bong on my left, a weed bong on my right, and so I and like I just like so the whole ninety six hours you're masturbating yeah. nonstop, no breaks, no, 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 no. no, no. So huh? like, so like for me, like okay, so I've had sex in my life, right? Yeah, obviously, and I have sex with some with with yeah. You know, I mean, I have had, but like, it's it's a lot of work. It's it's a lot of movement. It's 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 a lot of like communication. It's like it's it's like I, I'm too selfish. I just I just want to like be in my own world. Yeah, you know it's it's optional, right? So so that for the ninety six hours, like what happens is is like uh, 
Is, yeah, I mean, so like, it's nice. Oh, so ask more questions for more clarity. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, so like, I, I, I basically, I, I load up Pornhub, right? Or like, we're actually there, there's, there's like, you can, you can use like, oh, man, I haven't. You know what's really interesting is like in this sobriety, um, at, at three months sober, I stopped masturbating. Mm. I didn't masturbate for four months. Wow. Nice. I didn't masturbate for four fucking months, and and uh, from that point on. Because I have like almost eight and a half months. Now. Um, for for the past like month, two months, I've lived in your house. I've only jacked off. Like, oh, I live with Keith now. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. I, I, I've only uh, I've only masturbated uh, like maybe like six times. Wow. In two months, and that's because you let the door close. Now it's because the <laughs> no 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 because no, Keith, we have this dog. We have this dog named Lupe. This crazy dog. And like when when I keep the door closed, like he like she scratches the door, uh-huh. and like she won't stop until I open the door. And so Keith was like, yo, like, he, I, he didn't say, yo, but hey, do you want me to get a doggy door on the door? I'm like, no, nah, man, it's cool. I'm just grateful to live here, you know? So, like, he's like, I finally, like, yo, we can get a doggy door. So, like, this guy, this friend Dave, came in. I, I have a doggy door on the door now. There's a custom doggy door so that so Lupe comes in yeah. and out of the door. Good it's idea. like, my life is so good right now. You know, you I don't understand. Like, I have a picture of Lawrence is asleep and the fucking rabbit and the dog are in his room. Dude, amazing. Yeah, so like the uh, the rabbit and the dog, but like, didn't the rabbit get up on the bed with you too? Yeah, I tried. The rabbit likes me though. Mm-hmm. The rabbit, it's it's a you know I I learned a lot about rabbits on YouTube. Um, they're they're they're, they're really um they're really timid, and like they can die from like fear and anxiety. So I, I try to be really gentle with him. Uh, and Lupe's really cool. I, I got a lot of love for Lupe. I kind of share her same energy. So like, but yeah, like um. Yeah, I, 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 my masturbation is like, I don't really fuck with it that much. It's like not my thing. But when you say, sorry, 96 hours of edging, is that 96 hours of no sleep and masturbation? No sleep. Hell no. We don't sleep. Yeah. What's sleep? No. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so you're, you're so jacking. You jack off and then right as you, you feel stop. the night Oh yeah, yeah. Right, so so you, you, you find a scene that really gets you turned on and then you, you, you jack off and then right before you bust your nut, you let go and, and you let that, that coming feeling subside. It's like a, it's like a, you're in a meditative state, right. you know? Yeah. And then, and you're on speed. So for some reason, I'm not sure what speed does, but it makes it so you can like, you can last for a long time. For me, I, I can last forever. So after you let off and let yeah. it go back down, how long till you can start again? Uh, probably like a, a few minutes or something. It, it's unknown because I'm so spun out. Cause like by that oh, point, right. cause I never shot it. So I would booty bump like half grams, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3. You know what I'm saying? I would booty bump it, and then uh, and then I would smoke it. I would just like I like Is I booty bump and just stick in a bag up you, your butt. Uh, no, no, no. You uh, you dilute it, and like I would like I always drank Gatorade, so I get the Gatorade cap, and I would dilute it. I would and I would crush it, and I would put like half an ml of water from my steroid needles, and I would mix it up with half an ml of water, and I stick it up with the needle, oh. and, and, and then I take the needle off, obviously, and then you put it. You only put it half inch. And you lay on your stomach. You put it half an inch in your rectum maybe three quarters of an inch and then you inject it and it just hits your bloodstream. Are you high immediately? Instantly. It's the most intense, like it's the, some people even say it's different than injecting it intravenously, but it's almost the same exact effect because your anal cavity is a huge blood vessel. Yeah. So you can inject like, like, so you can like actually do more. Have you done that before, Dan? No, I never did. Oh. Dude, it, it was it was gnarly because like, just like in the last episode, like I had the shit stuck in the atomizer I had stuck in my uh-huh. ass. And you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and the shit got, got loose and the, and, and the meth like come out and it just like randomly hit me like randomly at some random point. But now I learned how to do it better. You know, because you get better when you do drugs. Yeah. So I knew to mix it and dilute it, suck it up with the water, mix it around. And when I first started doing it though, I really fucked up because like I would use hella water, too much water. 
or I mix it up with like lube, but it has to be water because lube is like, it's, it's, it's like it's too slippery. So, so the anal cavity can't absorb the meth. So I had to make sure that it was the small amount of water. Like, like, like when you shoot dope, right? You, you, how much, how much water is it for, for the needle? I mean, it, you know, it just depends. It's like I never, I never figured out the the perfect way, you right? Know, the perfect so, fucking ratio. But some the, people like it really syrupy, you know. Like, I mean, I knew people that would literally like. I knew a dude that would literally like would open up a fucking syringe, you know. And I've done it like this, you know, where yeah. like you would pull out the fucking syringe and you would literally just shove your fucking yeah. meth down there with the plunger, and then you would right. break, just crush it and then drop a little water. And then just fucking shaking around in there. No it would way. be like a fucking syrup, you know? Right. Really? And bam, you just fucking register and bang that, you know? Right. I had a dude tell me, I was like three months sober, and he was telling me, um, I think it was Hutch. Did you you remember Hutch? You remember yeah. that dude? Yeah. Uh, he was telling me about, he's background. We need to bring him on. And like the McCulley's. That's what I was thinking. We got to fucking have Mikey and the fucking, oh, yeah. There. yeah, they're fucking hilarious. Is Hutch but, the one who beat up Devin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. You heard about this? No, what happened, dude? So Devin was a, so Devin was a, you know, whatever. So Devin was strung out, and he was uh, at, uh, he got this great idea. He was living in a bush, you know, like in fucking the valley somewhere in the park. Him and his brother, and uh, he would fly. He was flying a sign, like he would just be sitting around fucking spanging, you know. And he, so he sat outside of a Seven Eleven. He had the good idea. He was like, "Fuck!" He's like, "I'm not getting enough money if I get a sign that says fucking veteran, you know, fucking the war veteran." Look, you help me out, then I'll get some more fucking bread. So he's sitting outside of fucking 7-Eleven with a sign that says veteran, you know. Hutch is... A veteran. An actual veteran. Oh. That knows fucking Devin and knows that motherfucker is not, you know. Stolen Valor. They're both junkies, yeah. And fucking Hutch goes to 7-Eleven, sees him, and just goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? And goes and fucks him up. Right. <laughs> Stolen Valor. Wait, no, no. And that was when Devin stole the laptop from... Huh? Hutch was dating Danielle at the time. Danielle who? trail oh i didn't know that and i think devin stole not only that but he stole her laptop because they were all like hanging out together he stole the laptop went and collected it and then next time hutch sees him he's outside flying a sign saying he's a fucking veteran no I way guess. no way oh yeah yeah wow. um so hutch i remember him telling me he's like he's like he's like oh I would do this thing where he would draw up so he would make he would make a shot of dope and he would make a shot of meth and then he would draw up the fucking uh he would drop the dope and then he would drop a little bit of oil i forgot what kind of oil it was and then he would drop the meth. So he would have a syringe that would literally be like fucking part dope, oil separating it in the middle, then meth. So you could bang it, and then you would get the one, and then you would get the other one. Ooh. Like back to back. No way. Yeah. Wow. And I'm all thinking, I'm like, fuck, I didn't even fucking try, you know? Like, I didn't even try that. Fuck, what the fuck, you know? That's that's a, that, that's, that's a, when I knew. I was like, maybe this is my, maybe I do have a chance of staying sober. Because usually I would hear some shit like that and be like, well, it's been real. It's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. And I would go and fucking do that shit, you right, know? For sure, for sure. Yeah. And like, but yeah, after that, after that nut, man, like, um, it was intense. It was really intense. Like your uh, eyes, your pupils. My pupils, like, I, I, I don't know what that is. I think that was a stroke. Wow. I, I think I did have a stroke because I, I do have some problems right now. I do have some health problems right now. Like when I lay on my side, like uh, my vision goes blurry. I mean, not blurry, but it, I get double vision really easily now. Wow. So I, I think I did incur some serious uh, health problems throughout this uh, relapse at uh, in, while in the house I was in, like permanent problems. But you know what? I, I think that's what had to happen for someone like me to get sober. I really had to um, be into a state of reasonableness. I had to like uh, be at a jumping off point. I had to uh, I had to like lose enough, yeah. you know, and like. Uh, yeah, the MRIs are like 
doctors are like, yo, whenever you use meth now, you're just going to lose your ability to walk and you're going to go blind. Your brain is so corroded from MS and you, the way you use methamphetamine and the way you dehydrate and malnourish yourself that your brain can no longer uh, enjoy methamphetamine despite what you think. I have these best doctors. I have a MS specialist from Cedar sinai I have my regular neurologist, uh, Clifford Siegel from... Uh, from uh, you know, um, you know, St. John's in Santa Monica, they're like, yo, yeah, you you can no longer successfully use meth ever again. Mm, so, yeah, so I I I have no more options, you know. I mean, I I do have options, like, but like, it's like it's pretty much the end of the line. But uh, yeah, but it's like you know, it's uh, but I loved it, man. <laughs> I, I I did. It was great. Well, that's why I did it for twenty years. Yeah. You know. Okay, but, so you had okay, so what? So you had the master nut. Yeah, master. Your, fucking, your vision, fucking pupils are fucking going crazy. off. Crazy, and so I then, was scared. I okay, I was scared because like everything was phasing in and out. My vision was in like everything was triple, double vision, blurry, and I was like, "Yo, if I go to sleep, I might wake up and be." Re- That's yeah. what I thought. I'm like, "Yo," um, I was like, "Damn, dude, this is like really bad." Like, because I I remember uh, a guy had a stroke uh, at CRLA when I was a knock, and he had the same problem. Uh, he fell asleep at. You ever heard about that guy? His name no. is Drake. Drake Brunel, no. uh, he, uh, he, he fell asleep at Joshua Tree after having his eyes doing that, and he woke up and he was permanently half vegetable. Wow. No way. Yeah, his name is Drake Brunel. Uh, Drake ever, uh, yeah, he has a fake heart now. Um, uh, he, he, he's, he's one of the biggest, fuck of saddest things that happened this year that no one really talks about. Yeah, no one, he, they took him to Joshua Tree when they had the huge hole in the there, ceiling. There was the, there was the spiritual retreat. That was yeah. The, you know? Yeah. So then, uh, Drake, uh, yeah. So basically, I remember like, if you go to sleep when, when you're in that, if you, you need to stay awake in that state because you go to sleep, you wake up, you might be permanently fucked up when you wake up. Oh, and shit. so I was staring in the mirror. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking tired. Dude, I, I do I, remember this kid. Yeah, he, uh, he he has he permanently has he permanently mm. like he has a permanent lisp. Uh, he walks with a, a permanent disability. Yeah, I remember um, he was like such like a nice like sweet good looking kid, good looking kid. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and like so like he he has permanent disability now because he fell asleep from having that. He should have been taken to a doctor from CRLA immediately, and they should have uh, you know given him whatever they needed to do. For Dude, him he's to like stay. a handsome you know like motherfucker. Like I do remember him like handsome yeah. fucking kid. You know, yeah. He uh, he he fell asleep uh, at Joshua Tree with his eyes dilating like my uh, his were, and then he uh, woke up and he was permanently brain damaged. And that so, was after that. That was when they so. So another thing about so CRLA, at one point they got this spiritual retreat that was out in fucking Joshua Tree, you know, where they got this, uh, they bought this house out there and uh, they used it for, um, for you would go out there for like a weekend and there would be like a, like a breathwork, uh, like a breathwork guy there. There would be like sound bath meditations. They would do like this whole thing, you know, and it was this cool house with like, you know, that we would usually go to like, they would get a group of like seven or eight people and go out there, you know. And then, so like, and I, I went out there, you know, with the group, it was like me, uh, Shane ran Breathwork for us, you know, dude, I just hit him up. I really want to get Shane on here because Shane's fucking rad. Right, sure, and sure. I want to have him come and do Breathwork with yeah. us before we do the, you know, oh, did yeah. you ever do Breathwork? Did you ever do it? Never. Breathwork? Man, Never. we gotta, we, we gotta get a session. Like we gotta get a session before we record. Cause it'll be so like, I like maybe dude, it's, it's so fucking trippy, but we went out there and we did like silent meditation for one day, like whole ass day, silent meditation, you know, then we did a, like a bunch of breath work, you know, like in one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at night. And then the third day we like went and we did something. And then, uh, and then this dude came out and we walked on hot coals. Like literally like, we're like, they like did the coals, you know, and like they fucking lit them on, but like, we literally like walked across fucking, you know, like that shit, like, you, you know, like, dude, like talk about facing your fears, like, you know, like, uh, like we did that. And then, but then when CRLA shut down, there was like that property 
for years. I mean, may, I don't even know, maybe still, you know, it was like a property that was the only property that was owned by Chris Batham, you know, cause he bought it for like 400,000 bucks or something, you know? And it was like this cool, like old fucking this cool, like uh Joshua tree house. And there was like uh, dudes that were like, kind of like living out there were running the spiritual pro. Oh, they turned it for like a place for like super fuck ups to go to. Like if you kept relapsing at the other houses, they would send you out there and you would like go out there and you would do your steps and whatever, like, you know, with this dude that was from Boston and he would take you through the steps. Like, you know, it was like an intense thing. And then I think he might've relapsed himself. And then he started hooking up with some girl that he was taking through the steps and fucking CRLA shut down. So there was a bunch of people that were like living out there trapping, were like getting high at that house. I wonder if that's when that happened with him, or was it still like CRLA? Was no CRLA? Like, everyone from Orange County went on that spiritual thing you're uh-huh. talking about, and they walked on the fiery coals and they did all yeah, that. Yeah. But then, but they were out there, and like people, Drake was like, "Yo, I I have a headache," and like and like they're like, "My eyes are kind of my eyes are dilated. I don't know what's going on." They're like, "Oh, don't worry about it." He said he had a pounding headache, which is the first sign of it, you know. And when he woke up, it was completely was different. Was he loaded or no? Or he no, was, he was, no, wow. he, no it, it was just because he had, yeah. So like he wasn't high, whatever. He just woke up. So like I was in the bathroom where that same place I was at. And I was like, yo, I, I, I've been up for 96 hours. I, I can't go to sleep, but I can't fucking stay up. There's no more meth that I can smoke that's going to keep me awake. So I just said to myself, Lawrence, this is going to be the last day that you're going to probably be normal. And when you go to bed, you're going to wake up fucking you're going to wake up like Drake. You're going to wake up and you're not going to be able to talk. You're going to mumble. I was like, fuck, dude, just stay awake. Just stay awake. You can do it. You can do it. And I just said, I just gave up. I was like, dude, there's nothing more. I was done. Like no more meth, no more anything that that could stay, make me stay awake. I was just maxed out. I'd had the craziest, most enjoyable, extreme orgasm in my entire life on the most methamphetamine in my blood I've ever had, you know? I was in complete psychosis thinking there were people else. I mean, just everything was just, I was just like, both wicks were fucking melted and I was just like gone. So I just fell asleep and like, when I woke up, I was okay. And I was like, fuck, dude, that was, you know, I was like, I was like, damn, am, 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 am I going to, I was like, oh, I woke up and I was like, I woke up, I, I didn't, I didn't, I just thought, I thought I blinked my eyes and I'm like, and I, and I said, can you talk? Hello? 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 I moved my hands. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, and I, I got up, I stood up I and I just, I, I slowly got up. I stood up and I, I stretched my hands. I'm like, oh shit. I was like, dude, I'm fucking good. I mean, not good, but like, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck it. I'm not fucking disabled. You know, that's all I cared about. I didn't want to be disabled, but then I still got high. Mm. Yeah. I was like, dude, all right. So I, I kind of chilled. Then I was like, you know what, dude, this is, this is still working out. You know, I still had this perfect house to like hit a bottom in this perfect mm-hmm. house to keep getting high in. And, uh, that's when uh that's when Dave hit me up. He was like, "Yo, he's like, hey, what's going on?" I'm like, dude, and I said, "Dave, I, I want to get sober." I was like, "Dave, I, I want to get sober, dude. Like, shit's fucked up, dude. I'm going blind. I can't remember. I used to my memory was so bad. Uh, I couldn't remember anything after five seconds. So I I, caught, I had this box of stuff that I called a stupid box. I was so stupid that I couldn't remember anything was so anything of value, which is mostly just like I would hide the meth sacks in random places and shit because I had so much meth, but like. Anything that was of value that pertained to my life, I had in this box and I called it a stupid box. And I was like, and I just had a stupid box because like, I couldn't remember anything after five seconds. I was like, yo, Dave, I want to get sober, dude. I, I, I'm I, done, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm done. I, 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 I can't do this anymore. You know? So then Dave's like, all right, let's go. And Dave came through and like, he came and then like, and he saw the house. The house was really bad. Like, uh, there was like, I had like, 
I have a picture I show people. I put it on social media. That like, one that I sent you. Yeah. yeah. But it was worse than that, though. Camille like, was like, Camille, she has a thing, you know, where she's like, anytime you go out, you know, like to pull somebody out of one of those things, she's like, get a photo of the room, you know, so you can always show them to the member, you know, which yeah. is cool, you know, she's like, make sure you take a photo. Right. Yeah. But the room was even worse because, like, I, I, you cleaned I, it up because you knew we were coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still had like a semblance of like it was going okay. Actually, because I needed to get out of the door, yeah. I was trapped in the door because well, I had, I had those, uh, the the biggest uh, black trash bags filled with pizza boxes and Jersey mics and like there was like fruit flies, like little fruit flies, kind of like corralling around each bag. I'd open the bag and they'd fly out the bag, wow. and it was like up to like like six feet high, just in trash bags. They're blocking the door, so I had to I had to move the bags to actually get out of the room. You so, know that's all he ate for the whole time, right? All like I ate for six Mike's. Jersey Mike's and, and fucking pizza, dude. Domino's. That's all Domino's pizza. I ate double cheese, pepperoni, pineapple pizza for almost nine months straight, every day. I spent twenty five from one of those motherfuckers. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> dude, I, I, I ate I ate double cheese, pepperoni, pineapple, two five ninety nine. I would get the seven ninety nine because I like the deep dish or or like the the other. But like, yeah, I was spent. $25 a day on a pizza hut almost every two or three days. And I would let, the, I would, I would, I, I could stretch two boxes of pizza for three days. Cause like, I didn't care if they got old. Like, like, you know, like I would, I would have pizza boxes that were just like slices of pizza in my room for like four or five days. And I would just still eat them, wow. you know? And I was ordering like, uh, I was ordering Jersey Mike's like, like all that's all I ate in Colorado donuts. I didn't really realize that's where Colorado donuts was till I moved into your house. I'm like, oh, that's Colorado donuts. Oh, oh you shit. were like having them delivered? Yeah, delivered there. So I'm, I'm like, is that the Colorado donuts dude? I was like, damn, that's fucking crazy. Because my, my life is so different now. <laughs> like, I, 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 like I, I live with you now, Keith. Like, yeah. It's the best life I've ever lived. That's great. It Thanks. is the best life that I've ever lived. I, I, I Oh, go ahead. I yeah. was going to say something about the desert uh, mm -hmm. for a friend of ours who was going to come on who passed away. But um, so... One of the first people I knew who attempted to get sober was Jimmy Rich, right? And he had kind of followed this girl to this rehab, not in Joshua Tree, but in um, like Apple Valley or Hesperia, you know, the uh, the high desert, but, you know, the other part. And I, I think it was called U-Turn for Christ. It was like a Christian rehab place. Wow. And so Jimmy went up there. Have I told this before? No, you never, never. Fuck. All right. I wish you guys, you met Jimmy before, right? No, I never met him. Oh, shit. So Jimmy goes up to this fucking place. He, he's on one. This is like when everybody in Covina is cooking speed. It's like at the height of it, right? Uh -huh. But Jimmy goes to this rehab, and um, I wish you knew, man. It's so sad he passed away, but he died sober. And like he, um, but he's intense and he does everything 120%, right? So he goes to this rehab, and there's, um, you know, he's there. He's just trying to do whatever he can be to be helpful or whatever. And there's a guy named Pastor Mike, I think, but, um, a bunch of like, we, we somebody was breaking into the church and stealing stuff. So Jimmy was like, I mean, he's like literally like super into, he's like a born again Christian, but somebody keeps breaking into the church and burglarizing. So Jimmy offers to like spend the night in the church. And he did, he catches the guy and like slams the door on him, almost kills him. But like in the name <laughs> of Jesus and all this, you know, they're like, Jimmy, get off of him, right? So then there's a, a woman there called Rose and Rose's husband was a paraplegic. This whole thing's about being a service, but it's all, you know, Jesus-based or whatever, you know, Christian-based. So Rose um, had a whole field. He said it was August. He said it was like 114 degrees. There's a field that needs to be rototilled, right? And Jimmy goes, I'll do it. Like, nobody wanted to go out there. It was so fucking hot, but he's so gung-ho on being born again, right? And Jimmy's out there, and he's pushing the thing. 
the rototiller and he's wearing like cut off sweatshirt shorts and a t-shirt. He said he was literally singing hymns while he was doing it, you know? Wow. All of a sudden he heard a rattle and he kind of lifted it in the back to see if it was something there. And all of a sudden something just hit him in the nuts. And when he stood up, there's a piece of bailing wire going that flew out of there and it went through his ball and into his leg like a shish kebab. Oh, shit. So he walked back. He had to go to the hospital and, and you know, whatever. They fixed his nuts up and everything. But then, you know, so he's doing well or whatever and he's part of the thing. But he said he goes with Pastor Mike to do something like run an errand. And they go to Pastor Mike's friend's house. He goes, dude, he goes, I just made eye contact with Pastor Mike's friend's son. He goes, and I knew he was up to no good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they start like huffing paint together. You know what I mean? And then they <laughs> start doing speed. But then like, <coughs> they're still part of this rehab. So they're getting high on the sly. And then eventually they're full-blown tweaking. And they decide to, um, they're going to start a business. You know, like tweakers do, oh, yeah. right? Trimming the trees. Because, you know, you, the, you grow trees on the side of the houses up there in the high desert because of the sandstorms. Then you cut them down in the summer or whatever. So they're like, knock, they, they steal some chainsaws from somewhere. And they're knocking on the door like, Hey, can we cut your trees? All we want's the wood, right? So they would cut the trees down and then quarter them. And then some comp lumber company would come and buy them from them, right? Along the street. But, you know, there's no fucking street lights or anything yeah. out there in the high. It's fucking pitch black at night. So one day they cut a tree and it almost hits the fucking house. Or it did hit the house, I think. And they're like, fuck. So just tweaker thinking, they're like, all right, we got to cut them from the top. So now... They would climb up the tree to the top and cut off two inch pieces at a time and work their way down. Well, one night the winds start coming like fucking crazy, you know, like they were the day before yesterday, just crazy. He said, and he's just holding on, screaming at his friend, like, Steve, are you okay? And they're yelling, but the wind's blowing the fucking tree everywhere. They're just holding on for dear life for almost two hours. And all of a sudden the sun came up from above the ridge. And they were like two feet off the ground. <laughs> but there was a bunch of, it just reminded me like of people getting sober in the desert. But the last thing is weird. It's he swears they were in like some like, you know, like, like a horse corral area. And he's like, fuck, we need a pipe. They're fun, but they're looking for a pipe. And he said, he swears something just led him to this horse stable. And he like dug in the dirt and there was a speed pipe in there. He just wow. had to clean it out. Holy shit. But that's a Jimmy Rich story. Dude, so that's good. all man bummed that you know bummed he didn't come on it sucks because yeah. we've had a few people you know we've had people Grosso. that want to come we got Grosso yeah. Jimmy Red another thing is we now we've had you know and fuck it we never even mentioned this you know we've had people come on that aren't with us anymore you know more than one just I mean I guess just Allison right just Allison I think yeah, yeah. what happened to her she killed herself yeah. oh I saw that I saw that on Instagram she had a, yeah. a daughter right she's pretty no, she didn't have a daughter. No, no, no. Daughter. Oh, okay, someone else. People are always dying. That's that's. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about the Latino girl? No, this uh, Caucasian girl uh, had a daughter. Um, she used to come to Brunswick a lot. I, I never knew her, but people knew of her. No. Wait, who's that? Hmm. That's weird. You're the second person to say that to me. Blue eyes, uh, short blonde, bob cut, like um, seven years sober, eight, nine years. No, no, no. She had a five year old, like a like a you know a little girl. She yeah, killed herself. She, she huh? committed suicide. Yeah, not um, uh, not Katie. Mm. Who? Katie, the one that was married to Isaac. The uh, no, 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 yeah, no. But, Is that her uh, name, Katie? Yeah, yeah she. Uh, Kay, uh, Katie Jacobs. Katie Jacobs. Yeah, she's dead, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Is that. Isaac dead? No, no, Isaac, no. Isaac's all right. He and he's like dating or married to Vanna. Vanna, Vanna, remember her? She was like another, she was like a tech at CRLA. And then she was like, she wasn't in recovery, but she was taking fools to meetings. And then she was like, wait, maybe I am a fucking addict. Uh-huh. You know? and she oh, got wow. sober, yeah. Trip out. Yeah. Fuck, I'm trying to figure out who Lawrence is talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. Was it recent? It's like maybe like four months ago, five months ago. Yeah. I wonder if maybe it was a picture of Allison with somebody else's kid. Yeah. Maybe she, that's what it she was. She did then. have a bob. She did then, have, yeah. Uh-huh. Then that's her then. Yeah. yeah. She had a picture with a, she was with a little kid in her picture. Yeah, that's probably her. That yeah. was her then, yeah. Summer of cheese, man. Fuck. Rest Dude. in peace, yeah. Yeah, for sure. She's the yeah, best. Yeah, Yeah. For sure. So, hmm. yeah. I mean, that, that's about it, man. I mean, like, that's, right now things are good. Uh, when, okay, so wait. Let me backtrack a little. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's all good. All right, so 96 hour nut. You woke up, kept getting loaded for a little while longer. Yeah. You hit up Dave. Yeah. Um, so what? at what point were you like, I'm going to fucking stop doing this, you know? Yeah. Uh, what happened was is uh, Dave uh, came. He, he, he talked to uh, Will. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you know Will, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Will. Uh, what's up, Will? Um, and he, he called Will and Will found me a sober living in Rodano Beach. Uh-huh. And uh and the place was like two grand a month. I couldn't afford that. So he was able to give me a reduced rate for like nine hundred a month. And so cool. Yeah. So uh but it was a Redondo Beach and I was still hesitant. I'm like, dude, like I still have it pretty good here. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was telling Dave, like, I still have it pretty good here, man. Like so basically this is what my day was. Like my brain is so fucked up now that like even right now, if I smoke meth, uh by the time I start getting higher and higher and higher, within like an hour or two, I just lose my vision. Mm. So I would, I, I, the only thing I looked forward to every day was masturbating to meth for two hours before I would lose my vision. That's all I would look forward to. So I would smoke to like, and then I would start losing my vision because I was getting too high. And then I would go to sleep, I'd wake up, and then I would repeat that again. That's the only thing I could look forward to for probably, I went blind in November, the hospitalization. Then uh, January and December, that's where I kept repeating that over and over and over again. Just trying to get that two hours of like self-soothing. And that was my only solution because I, I never really, I never did the steps before. You know, mm-hmm. I never, I relied on commitments. I relied on like fellowship. I relied on like fitness. I relied on uh, everything else besides a higher power and, 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 and the steps before. So um, anyways, uh, so... Dave came and, and Will got me this spot, and then and then I was like, Will, I I, I don't think I can do it, dude. Like I I I I, I don't want to go. Uh, I I I like I like what I have here. I'd rather just jack off and smoke meth till I die here. And like and Will was like, Yo, I called mad fucking strings for you to get you this deep discount rate. It's like if you got me a rate at Aleph right nine hundred a month. Yeah, you know you mad strings. You know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. mad like break all protocol, like super solid. And he was so rude to me. He was like, he texted me, he's like, Lawrence, I'm calling, I called my day off. This is my day off. I got you the super hook. Do what you want to do. You're being a baby. Goodbye. <laughs> and that's all he texted me. And for some reason, when I get insulted like that, <coughs> I, I reacted instantly. I was like, okay, I'll go. Like instantly. I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, I'll go. And for something, that's the way my brain works. So uh, Dave, like, so sweet. He, he Dave packed all my shit. Dave packed all my stuff for me. Like, and then they, and then he drove me down to Redondo Beach. Redondo, Redondo Beach, and then Redondo Beach. Uh, 
I basically just like, I still didn't want to be there. I was like, yo, I don't want to be here. Like, I want to go back. Uh, I, I, I want to go back to where I was, what I was doing, you know? And like, and they was like, something just happened to me. I, I, I gave up. That was my surrender. Like my moment of clarity. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo. And I said, I'll stay. And I just fell asleep on the, in, in, in the bed there. And then that started my journey, you know? I, I was willing. I was willing to do anything. And you couldn't really leave there because, well, I mean, you could have. Yeah. You know? But your car was still in uh, Altadena, My right? car was still in Altadena, too, yeah. Yeah. My car was still in Altadena. Yeah. For like a cool minute. For a cool minute, dude. And Yeah. So I, I was basically stranded there. And then um, then you came in. You helped me out. Mm-hmm. You and Keith came. And that house was weird, right? Yeah, it was weird. What do you think of that house, Keith? It just seemed like everything was under construction. Yeah. And the kitchen seemed odd because it wasn't the sink right in the middle of the floor or something weird. Yeah. The, the Everything was half constructed the entire time I lived there. Mm. It was like everything was in disarray there. Like everything was broken there. Everything was never like that event. But then I'll tell you what, too, because when we came and we, when Keith and I came to uh, to get you out, you know, to like help you get your stuff and like load up your car and drive it back. Right. Uh did I, have, I had the Cadillac then, huh? I was living with yeah, Cadillac. Yeah, that was cool. Um, there was uh, we um, we showed up and you and I stepped outside and we had to get AAA to come out to give you a jump start, you know, because right, the yeah. car, because the battery and the and the Prius was dead. And we were standing outside. You were like, you looked at me. You were like, hey, do you hear that? I go, hear what? He goes, you're like, you hear that? And I go, no, I don't know. What are you talking about? You, you you hear that right? Like the neighbors are talking about me. I don't know if you remember this. He did. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, and there was neighbors and they were talking like there was some motherfuckers having a barbecue like every hour over. He goes, and you're like, no, no, they're talking about me. They're saying like, hey, look, he's back and this and that. And I go, Lawrence, I like my, I don't, maybe my hearing's not that fucking, but like I can fucking guarantee you them motherfuckers are not, you know, there's like, right. it's like some Pisces that are fucking having like a fucking, you know, a quinceanera or something, you know, the right, fucking yeah. doors down. But like, that's the fucking insanity. And that's like the, you know, that's literally like. We're like, and I, and I get it because I fucking relate to that because I immediately like, you know, and that's you, you know, that was like you a month in, you know, I remember why I got, okay. So this is the thing. So I, I started trying to micromanage my psychosis by, I never taken antipsychotics before. Never, you know, and I started taking, and I started taking, uh, what's a Bilify. Mm-hmm. I started taking, it, it's a, it's an anti-schizophrenic medication. And I started taking this, this other one called, uh, like, I forget the name of this. It starts with a V, but um, I started taking this antipsychotic medication to manage my high. So I would the, the voices would go away. The problem is though, it blocks the dopamine, so you don't get high anymore. Oh, so yeah. so I had like this like four. I, I forgot to talk. I had this four or five month where like um, taking the antipsychotics to to quell the voices so I can get high. But then I can't get high and I can't get horny on the meth anymore. So I'm, I stopped taking the antipsychotics. I start hearing voices again. So I get a little horny. It's just like, I'm, I'm just, wow. I'm going back and forth, like trying to like, you know, it's wow. really, really, it's so what ended up happening was, is like when I had to get the rehab, I would go to the doctor and the doctor's like, Lawrence, we, like, um, I, the, the doctor knew I was getting high. He's like, we're not going to give you your refill until you actually come into back into the office. And I was like, fuck. I, I, so I, I didn't go. And what happened? I didn't get a refill. That's how I got sober. Because the psychosis came back. Wow. And I couldn't, I didn't have any pills to stop the voices. I used to sponsor that dude, Robbie Carp. Uh huh. You remember him? Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. And he, um, he had a th- he was probably a month and a half sober and 
he he had the thing you did. He immediately went to psychosis, and he said he thought the cartels were after him. All this crazy shit, yeah. you know. And this is like at least a month and a half sober. And I go, and he's telling me, I go, yeah, but I mean, you don't think they're after you now, do you? He's like, well, you know, like he was still yeah. in it, like a month he and a half a, in. Dude, he had maybe one of the best stories because it was him and that cop, you know, right? There was the cop, the dude that went to PG that knew him. What out there? Yeah, there was a cop that was like from PG and he would know him and he would get loaded and then he would think he would see this cop everywhere because he was like a cop on the west side. No way. Yes, it's been sober for 20 years. He'd shared it before. He should, he, or maybe the cop taught, you know, it was either him or the, because he had a little bit of time at one point. Yeah. You know? Like to the point where I think he even maybe spoke was first speaker at Third and Gardner. And he talked like, or maybe he just told me about it, but there was a cop that he was like, he would always get loaded and he knew this fucking cop from PG that like, you know, that he, cause he did like did Pacific group for a bit. And he would always think like he was, when he was in fucking on the West side that this dude was coming after him, you know? And then the fucked up part is, is he would be fucking spun out and riding around on his bike and doing weird shit at night on the West side. And that cop would be out fucking patrolling and would catch him slipping and be like, Robbie, the fuck are you doing again? You know? And he no way. Fucking, yes. And the whole time, like he was fucking high, was killed because he thought this cop was coming after him. When really the cop was just fucking being a cop, you know, but they knew each other from AA. I have another story like that. <laughs> I have a cop in, in A that I sold steroids to. No way. Yes. Okay. Oh, I haven't <laughs> talked about this before. Yeah. <laughs> I sold cops. I, I sold a, I sold steroids to a, to a, to a, to a, to a undercover police officer that was undercover for a, a police department in Los Angeles. Yeah. He was part of the vice. And, um, he like uh, bought steroids for me. I was a steroid dealer. And uh, so I was, I had a psychosis with him. I had three major psychoses throughout the using. One was with a girl that I was dating where, and then one was my dad. I'll talk about that. And then one was uh, the cop. Cop was a consistent one that I thought was a secret undercover, like FBI agent that was secretly wanted to like dig deeper into my story to like, find out what steroids I was like selling or like whatever. So I, I I would hear him like outside the house in psychosis, like coming to get me for, because I was wow. selling steroids to him. So. Wow. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, I was selling, I sold steroids to him for almost like, uh, four years for four years. And, uh, he kept trying to buy off me while I was cracked out while I was still like in, in my disease, you know? Yeah. But then I thought my psychosis, I always thought that he was always secretly after me to try. I would hear him talk to me through, through like the voices. Like I had a psychosis where they had like a, where, where when air conditioning would turn on, um, it would activate uh, this uh, secret uh, like frequency in my head where they could talk to me. So whenever, whenever like, cause you know what, you know what it was though? It was tinnitus. Cause I would make beats for so long in my ears. My ears would start ringing. Uh, so the ringing of the shit. tinnitus of the ringing was actually, I thought that was them turning on the signal for the, the psychosis so they could talk to me from far distances. Wow. So I would, wow. Tr- it would trigger the psychosis because I'd make beats for so long on my headphones that like it would trigger. And I thought that was the actual triggering of activating the voices of them talking to me. And, and telling me, so I would drive around Los Angeles everywhere to try and find location points where they're going to take me to a place where I could learn my lesson or whatever. Um, you know, it's just a little psychosis story. It's <laughs> crazy as you're talking about it, the AC and then, comes on. Yeah, and yeah. Like, that takes, and just right now, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, so that's just like, yeah. Um, you know, this is a really crazy one for um, for my dad. Like, uh, so like with, with my dad, like uh, I involved my dad in a lot of stuff that he didn't know that he was a part of. He had no idea. Yeah, I, I put my dad at great risk uh, to do things that he didn't know that was uh, 
that that would put him in a lot of trouble. So um, my psychosis is I would hear like the 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 air conditioning would turn on or I would get the tinnitus and I would hear like the feds raiding my dad's house for crimes that I did because he was an accessory for doing things that he didn't know that he was a part of. So I would hear psychosis for almost like maybe six or seven months of my dad committing suicide while smoking meth. Damn. I, I would hear my dad blowing his head off with a shotgun. Oh, wow. I would hear my dad, uh, not shotgun, but I would hear like, I would hear this great, great detail of my dad saying, no, I didn't know that it was mine. I didn't know that it, what it was. I would hear him echoing in my head. And then uh, they, I would hear them talking about, well, you know what? Like, uh, you know, it's, so it's not, it, you, we, nothing we can do about it. You know, with your son, he put you in this position. Now you're going to go to prison for like 25 years of life right now. Wow. And I would hear this in my head. And then I would hear, oh no, he's getting the gun. He's getting the gun. Pop, pop, pop. You know, and then like, and then, oh, oh shit, uh, call 911, call 911. Uh, 911 emergency, uh, we have someone, uh, we have a s- suspect is down, unresponsive. Call the FBI. Oh, it's, oh he's fucking dead. He's, he's fucking dead. Holy shit, dude, he's fucking dead. And then uh, I, I would hear psychosis is uh, throughout that for almost five months of my dad committing suicide, like because of like crimes that I involved him in that, uh, that, that weren't his fault. And uh, I heard that for like, five months of straight psychosis of my dad, like yelling, why did you do this to me? I loved you. I did everything for you. I gave you my whole life. And now you, you do this to me. Why? I love you. I love you. And I would hear ah. my dad, I would consistently for five months, hear my dad killing himself with, with uh, taking like, you know, like, uh, and my dad, uh, he's like, you spent all my money. You spent all my money. You know, and I would hear it echoing my head and like, it was crazy. Like I, I even heard psychosis of like, uh, like so. My my stepmom is really mad at me. Doesn't really like me anymore because I caused a lot of financial wreckage. So, um, and like, uh, they have this dog named Lucky. It's this a uh, purebred Alaskan Malamute, beautiful dog. That's what you were posting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew, you know, I knew that it was like I like I saw that you posted the whole calendar. And it was like, I made this right calendar here. for my dad, dude. Yeah, you, you made that. I made it. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. My my dad adopted this dog from China. That was this. That was a sixty five pound run fucking purebred Alaskan Malamute neglected. Like after he wasn't cute anymore, they just kind of, it was too much food to eat. So they just like for feeding him like dirty rice and had him on a chain on like, you know, hot concrete. And like, so my stepmom adopted him. But like it, my psychosis was so bad that like, they were like, I, 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 I actually believed that like they had to like kill Lucky and, and, actually, and actually use him as food because I, I, I drained all the money from my family that they actually had to eat lucky in order to like survive. Ah, so wow. so I, I I would hear like them saying like my dad saying like and I and, and, and I would hear psychosis of like my stepmom she she set aside X amount of dollars for me. She's like I think by the time Lawrence is this age I'm gonna set aside a lot of money. He's like she he can do whatever he wants with it. And by this age when the money's gone I'm not gonna give me any more money. It was a lot. And uh, so then this happened years ago. I, I the, the fund ran out that she was gonna like support me for. So I stopped hearing from her. So the other psychosis that I had was my dad, my my my, my dad had to murder my mom, my stepmom, because my stepmom was having an affair with this guy in San Jose, and he had to like bury her body. And my dad was like lying to me. And like never talking about Nancy because Nancy, he, he secretly has murdered Nancy. And then I, and then, and like, I, and he wasn't telling me that. And like, so I, I would be in random hotels in Hollywood getting high, but I couldn't get high. I couldn't enjoy it. I was in psychosis. I never could 
do the master nut. I, I never could fucking do that. I can never have that amazing orgasm that I always wanted for 20 years because I always had those psychoses like that. I even had psychosis of like uh, Tata. I, I thought Tata was trying to like save me because mm-hmm. uh, he was sponsoring me at the time. And like he came to a hotel once in a psychosis and he, and, uh, he, he wanted to save me. But then like- Were you, Did he actually come to the hotel? No, it was all in my mind. Because uh-huh. I get high by myself. I'm like, you know, like I, I get high by myself. I don't get high with anybody else. I have no one else I get high with. I just get high by myself. So I have to create these like imaginary characters to maintain sanity. But they always happen to be like these crazy ass like- really negative like stories you know these psychosis and like the, the, the Todd was coming he was like Lawrence I, 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 like you're t- he was talking to the federal agents outside the hotel room like Lawrence I, I, I'm, 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 I'm here to save Lawrence he's a good kid he's just bad and then like um, the FBI agents they fucking I, I heard them murder fucking Tata and they fucking killed him and it was crazy like I, I had these continuous psychosis for almost like 20 years like that. Are you in just the weird ass shitty hotels in Hollywood? Yeah. Uh, well, I went to like, okay, hotels. I, I go to like uh, Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. Um, those like owned by Indians, like a mm-hmm. lot of Indians own yeah. them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, are those good? Holiday Inn Express? No, the ones that are like, like, you know, like the 100 bucks, 110 bucks. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, good. that's yeah. good. That's good. I oh, mean, really? I would say like the, you know, like our go to was like the Highland Park Motel. You know, you know that? Yeah. Spot? Yeah. That spot, like, you know, and then they were, they were kind of crazy because, like, rooms there used to be 40 bucks, you know, and we'd yeah. give them 60 a night. Yeah. And they would fucking turn their head the other day. I remember walking out of the room one night and, like, going to serve somebody and walking out and looking in the parking lot. And literally, like, there was, like, cars that were, like, jammed in, you know, like, because we would, like, you would keep a few people waiting so you could serve a few of them at once, you know. And there was, like, cars couldn't get in and out because we had, like, maybe 12 people in different, 12 separate people waiting outside just waiting to cop, you know, and like, and then the entire lot, and their office was right outside of that, you know, and like, I'm going out there, and I'm like, well, I gotta serve these fools, I mean, I just came out, they've all been waiting this whole time, you know, and like, and they would fucking turn their head the other way. One day, the cops showed up, and they like, went to go raid somebody else's room, you know, and we're sitting there, we're like, fuck, they're here for us, this is it, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, we don't want to flush the money, you know, like, we don't want to flush the dope until they actually come and knock on our door, and we're sitting there, like, peeping through, you know, and they fucking came, and they arrested the dude next door to us and left, you know, because like, did they know you were there? Yeah. Well, we would, I mean, the cops, the Indians, we would just pay them an extra 20 bucks a night. And that 20 bucks was like the fucking saving grace, you know? Oh yeah. So yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. And they would put us in like, after a while, they'd be like, okay, we can't have you in the regular section. So they would have a part where they would be doing construction and they would put us in the construction room. So like they'd be working. So they know what's going on. Next to us. Oh yeah. They'd be like, there would be like construction. So during the day it's all loud and they're banging and shit, you know? But like, where, you know, the water would be shut off on our side of the fight, which don't really fucking matter, you know. Oh, we'd be going around dumpster diving. Sasha and I would be going doing weird shit. Do you, you know, know the like, Holiday Inn Express that's ranked to, to a Chick-fil-A in uh, the Holiday? It's like... Uh, it's, La Brea? Yeah. yeah. With the one, the Chick-fil-A. It's owned by know. Indians. By it, Marshalls, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a Chick-fil-A. You walk down a little bit and there's and there's a, the Holiday Inn. It, 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 it's a knockoff. And like, I went there and they upgraded my room. They upgraded my room. Like, oh yeah, we want to upgrade your room. But I was in so much psychosis. I was so weird. I thought that they were going to like call the cops on me to like bust my room. Uh-huh. Cause they gave me this huge room all to myself. They upgraded my room for free. They gave me this room, but I saw like a camera in there. I don't know if the camera was yeah. real. I'm like, do they want me to get hired so they can call the cops on me? 
You know, I, I don't even know if that was even real, but that's a small psychosis. I've, I've had so many, dude. I, I don't really. I mean, yeah. I had, dude, the crazy thing is like you're talking about this and I remember when I was 15 and when I first tried meth, you know, yeah. and we were snorting it and it was at my friend's house, you know, that where his mom was like doing it for years, you know, like that, that, that woman that I talked about and, uh, and who I've like made, who I ripped off and like I've since like made amends to, you know, and she kind of like. Like when you when we when I think about it, you know, like we were doing some sketchy shit, and she kind of like gave us a place to fucking do it at where we were safe, and she would go and pick up like Arby's and fucking shit for us, you know. I don't think I've eaten Arby's. Is she since sober now? There. No, no, she never got sober. She's mm. still getting loaded, you know. Um, she's in Oregon now, but she was like really nice and like kind of was like you know, like even though she was like you yeah. know on fucking drugs, she was still kind of like a good mom, you know. And uh, and his dad, like you know, he didn't have a dad, but whatever. Uh, he so uh I would like stay up, we would go over there and we would snort math. We would like would smoke weed and then at some point he was like, Hey, I got this stuff, you know, my mom does it, like you try it, you know, and like I was like, What is it? You know, he goes, Oh, it's this, you know, like blah blah blah. And we don't know how to do it, like, you know, so we chopped it up with like a you know, I remember chopping it up with the razor on like he had these like little tiles, you know, because his mom was always like remodeling, you know. <laughs> so we chopped it up on a tile, but we didn't know how to do it. We just knew that like he knew that his mom would do it and he saw that she had this tile in the fucking bath, you know, in the bathroom or in the closet and so he like got a fucking shard, you know, like a fat ass shard and like tried to chop it up and it was like huge chunks and we just fucking snorted it with a little straw, you know, mm. and it was like so much and it was so oily and so good that like the straw would fucking start melting, Clogging. you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then we were like playing video games at the time. He had this computer game called, uh, I think it was like, it was kind of like Call of Duty. I think it was called Dave Defeat, you know, and it was like a war game. And we would just stay up and I did a lot of, I was doing graffiti at the time, so like, we would just stay up for days just doing meth and there was this girl that kind of lived with him and I'd fuck her and then there would be another girl that would come over and I would like cheat on the one girl even though we weren't in a relationship but in my head I was like I can't let the other one find out because then she'll leave me you know even though we're not mm -hmm. together but like so I'd be hooking up with the other one you know and then I don't think I was actually realistically hooking up with either of them at the end of the <laughs> fucking day it was just these scenarios that I would make up in my head you know like this fucking psychosis but then I would walk home after days of doing this and my mom would be like, where are you? I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to come out, you know? And uh, my mom was already like with my stepdad at this point. And I would, I would walk down Fairfax. So this is in West Hollywood. And uh, I would either take the bus or the bus would take forever. And I'd have a marker with me, you know? So I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to walk down Fairfax. And I was living by, there's that big five in Miracle Mile, you know, yeah. by San Vicente and Wilshire. Yeah. yeah. And so I was living like, we had a little, like a, uh, we had like a, an apartment behind that big five on Orange Street. And this was, and his house was in Hollywood on like, on Kings or Hayward and like Hayworth and uh and like but right by Crazy Girls, like around the yeah. corner from Crazy Girls. So I'd leave there and I'd walk down Fountain and I'd come down Fairfax and I would just be tagging on shit, you know? And uh and this was right when the Grove was being built. Like when they, you know, there was still the farmers market, but the Grove wasn't there. And I remember walking and I guess which is now is that cost plus world mart and looking at it and they had these like arches in it. And I'd been playing these fucking games for so long, you know, where I'm just going and I'm shooting motherfuckers, you know. And I remember seeing soldiers pop out with fucking guns you know and like me jumping in a bush and hiding out because i didn't want to get shot by the soldiers you know and like being fucking 100 sure that there was fucking soldiers in that fucking thing you know in that in that uh the cost the plus. grove yeah and the fucking cost plus fucking yeah. world mart that were kind of sticking out and then when i sat in there like you know for maybe an hour or two in the bushes like waiting for the motherfuckers to leave you know and when i looked up and they were gone i got up and i remember walking the sun you know it's always weird because when the sun comes out you're like okay i made it you know like i'm all right you know for some reason and then I was walking and I remember looking in a car and like looking over and uh, the seat was kind of like, like leaned back in it, you know, and I looked and there was like a, a dead soldier like laying there, you know, like a dude, like a soldier, uh -huh. like full uniform, like laying there 
with this fucking, you know, like bayonet or whatever, because it's like a period fucking piece of <laughs> game. You know? He has this like bayonet and he's laying there, and I was like, oh good, at least he's dead. Like now I can make it home, you know. But like, fucking, you know, if if you if I would like, I was sure that that was, you know, like that's real. Like that's as real as it fucking gets, you know. Like you can't tell a motherfucker that that's not real, you know. Yeah, I just like psychosis has ruined my yeah. life for oh. my entire using is always psychosis. Yeah, that's so crazy. I don't know if it's like a, a mod, like, cause I, I've never been in the psycho one time, like just from being up too long, mm-hmm. but I was just, I, I think I told you, so I was leaving this, I got in a confrontation with this dude at this bowling alley in Rancho Cucamonga. You know, I was like on the phone, there was a girl outside smoking and I was using the phone, the pay phone, right? That's how long ago it was. And I'm high and shit, but me and the girl kind of make eye contact, but she kind of looks mean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She goes inside, and I've been up for, like, four fucking days, you know what I mean, or something, and I'm like, and I'm like, but you know it's weird? I'm not sure, like, I'm going to fall asleep. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know who I was calling, but all of a sudden, like, out of the, she goes in the bowling, and all of a sudden, this, like, dude comes out, and then, like, a group of people behind him. And the dude's like, hey, man, got any weed? You know, like, kind of big mm-hmm. shot style. I was like, who the fuck are you talking to? You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, hey, you got any weed, man? I go, it, you know, I was kind of like, what's indicated, motherfucker? You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't give a fuck about any of them. You know what I mean? I'm like, we can get fucking busy right now. And he started like, you know, like total big shot. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. he's pissing himself. I'm like, fuck all you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, and they go back in, but I'm like, I better get the fuck out of here. So I get in the truck and I leave and. I come out, it's on a main street. That's the other thing. It, it's on Haven in Ranch Cucamonga. I pull out, and as I'm turning, like, you know, I pull out, and where I'm going is, like, would be the backside of the bowling alley. And I think there used to be, like, a fucking drive-in there or something, but I look, and it looked like fucking a thousand people running, chasing me. I'm like, fuck! You know? <laughs> and I take off, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I gotta fucking stop. And I had been at a yard sale this, like, really sweet like latino woman was having a yard sale like not too far from there and i'm driving and i see her house i had been there for fucking like four hours mm-hmm. buying all i spent so much money there you know buying shit i don't need but i'm like fuck <clears throat> so i pull in there i go hey can i leave my truck here you know what i mean or whatever she goes yeah are you okay so i called somebody to come get me you know and then the next day i had to come get it and when i came back i was like were those people chasing me you know what i mean it looked mm-hmm. like everybody came out of the boy but it was like there was these posts or something and they looked like people to me, but it looked like a thousand people yeah, running wow. after me. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Oh yeah. Um, is that the same bowling alley that they fucking took all the wood from for the fuck? No, that's Cavina Bowl. <laughs> that was amazing. Dude, that's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> the wood. Oh man. So what, um, all right. So Lawrence, so now you've been sober for, uh, like eight months, eight and a half months, wow. almost nine months. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I I think I for me like I uh, I achieved everything I wanted to achieve with meth. Uh, I do have regrets though. Like uh, you know, I I I think I could have achieved what I wanted like a lot earlier in life because it's not really that big of an achievement to have the most massive orgasm ever. Like just kind of like sad. But, uh, I mean, I don't fuck dude. I don't know. I, that's, yeah, I, I've never, you know, I mean, I've never even heard of a motherfucker like, dude, you know, like if, yeah, there's, I, a, if I, there's a fucking gold medal for fucking edging, you yeah, got it. You yeah. Know? I, I, like I, you I, deserve a fucking, you know, like, 
I mean, fuck. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe one day we'll make a trophy for you of a dude just fucking that, for sure. Zero gravity. It, 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 I mean, like, yeah, I, 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 or a KY just to put, you know, a lube fucking. Thing. You can't use K. You need to use oh, no, a. I, a I mean, I, I could talk about lube for days, <laughs> whatever. I, I, I don't even use lube when I jock. I mean, like, Uber lube. You ever use that? Uber's expensive. It's a good one. Right? Yes, it's 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 the most expensive one. It's like thirty five bucks. It's like a little fucking fifty million. It's a, that's what the gay dudes love, huh? Yeah, the Uber. It's yeah, an anal lube. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. is it? Huh? Yeah. Well, silicone because it's like you don't need to reapply the water stuff. You can only beat it for like fifteen minutes, and then like, because I I've been having the crazy meth shit since two thousand like twelve, two thousand ten. Where do you buy the lube? Just at the sex Amazon. Shop? Oh. Yeah, discreet. I'm not going to a sex shop. They're twice as expensive. Dude. I'm going to Amazon. For, I bought the microwave from Amazon. They delivered it. I bought an Amazon a microwave from Amazon at 11 p.m. And then it was there by like 10 a.m. the next morning. <laughs> I had a dude. I remember because yeah. I, you know, I'm like, I'm old school. I don't trust, you know, like, I don't like fucking food delivery services. I didn't use Amazon until like two years ago. Never once. Like I yeah. never used Amazon. I was like, fuck that. It's sus. I don't trust it. I think it's like not even because I think that fucking that they're evil or whatever, you know, right. like, I just like going out. I like seeing people. I like, you know, like you do. Like, like I like, I like running into people. I like interacting with people. Like I get, you know, like, for, like I, I dig that. But, uh, I was at a party once or I was like at somebody's house. I was, I was already sober. And, uh, and I was like, Hey, some kid was like, I was like, Oh, do you want to borrow a sweater or something? He goes, no, I got one coming from Amazon. I go, what the fuck are you talking about? And he like ordered it. And it was like when Amazon now or Amazon, like one of those like fucking services, you know, and this fool literally had a sweater delivered to him when he forgot his sweater at home. And I was like, that's fucking bananas. Yeah, you that's know? crazy. I mean, it's going to be like that with lube or whatever the fuck. Or lube, right? I mean, yeah. like, but life is like good right now. You know, I, I, I had the best life I've, I've ever lived. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I'm not really sure how else to, you know, like we're in this podcast studio right now. And that's where it's all bad podcast. The new home for this all bad podcast, mm-hmm. and I have the key to it. Like uh, I had a key to nothing before. Yeah. You know, I have, I have a key to this other studio where I record like you know the, the rappers and uh, singers and stuff like that. And like I, I have like a wonderful life today. Um, the relationship with my father has been restored. Um, it's it's like uh, it's a really good life right now. You know, and like um, I'm grateful for the pandemic. I'm grateful for the trap house I was in. Cause like I could really hit a bottom. Yeah, I could really hit a bottom. But uh, I, I I do have some problems from that. That uh, well you know what it had to happen that way for me. I'm I, I'm the jaywalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm the I'm the last description they have of it before he gets hit and he fucking dies. Like uh, I, I am the I am the example of the jaywalker. I am the jaywalker. Uh, I'm not Jim. I am. I never had a business that was ramp. I I am the jaywalker. I gotta keep. I gotta get beat up. Yeah. I had to really get beat up, and uh, you know, it's it's just uh, what had to happen. You know, I'm just uh, grateful to be here. Like, I'm so grateful I get to be part of this podcast. I'm grateful to live with Keith. I mean, like, like you know, Keith, you're a pretty serious guy. You know, like people have a lot of respect for you. And like when I when when like I told people I was moving into your house, they're like, what? <laughs> they're all Keith. Wait, Keith Wager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm moving to Keith. They're like, they're like people what? were calling me. Like, wait, is Lawrence? You know, like fucking. Yeah. You know, Uncle Vic was like, "What the fuck is you know?" Like, nah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Alexis was like, "That's unusual." <laughs> he says that's highly unusual. But you know what? Congratulations. I was like, "All right, thanks, man." Yeah. He goes, I can't remember. Lawrence texted me. He's like looking for something August first. You know. And I'm like, 
Oh, fuck it. You move in August 6th. My family's moving out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, hey, keep right? this, you would intermittently call me and just tell me how proud you were. Of oh, me. yeah. And he's like, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, man, I'm staying at Annie's. Uh, I, I don't have anywhere to go. And like, organic. And he's like, well, you know, like, you know, uh, it's always going up uh, to school. Uh, let me call you right back. I was like, okay. And then I was like, I don't know what that meant. He's like, yeah, so, you know, if you want, you you can, let me see what I can do, but if it, you, you you could probably move in on the first, but let me call you back. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it like just happened like that. Yeah. I didn't ask you. Yeah. It wasn't a feeler you put out. It just like, you're just like, and then it just like happened, yeah. you know? And then I was already at, at Annie's and then like, I had, I, I really, I had nowhere to go. Yeah. I literally was like, I had nowhere to go. I All I had was possibly a sober living that like, I didn't know anybody. I had no options. I, I really had nothing going on. And I was like, and then you're just like, yo, and I was like, all right, cool. And then it just happened. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it happened. So it's a- The dog loves him. Yeah. So I, I, when I, I remember going to Keith's, I was like, this is a dope ass house. I'm like, oh, dude, this is really, I'm really nervous. I'm still nervous. I'm still in psychosis. I still think you listen to the house with, on the Alexa speaker. Like, <laughs> like, I'm, 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 that's why I'm so so courteous. And I take the trash out. I still think like, is this full like listening to what the fuck I'm doing here? I better take the trash out. I, I, I'm still, do you? No. Okay, cool. No. I'm like, this fool must be modern because how the fuck are you going to trust me in here? I better make sure this place is like... The only thing I see Lawrence because I have that ring doorbell. Yeah. And it's so funny because my phone will go off and all I do is just make sure it's Lawrence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so I you'll just see... click on it and then I... But I said hi to you the one time, remember? That's, it's, it's bad. It, it's, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, it, it's... I see the red light come on. I'm like, oh, dude, what else is he watching? You know, like, because I, I still have residual psychosis, I call it, you know? It's but, a, I think that... Uh, I think that's like when, you know, when you like, it's, it's almost like a thing. It's like a rite of passage, you know, like when you realize it, like you're actually like, like you're like, you're like, oh, wow, like maybe I am doing all right. You know, like, cause we don't see, like, I don't see it in me. You know, I don't see like my, the change in myself. I see it in fucking you. Oh, like, yeah. you know, I see it in, like, I see it in fucking, I see it in Scoot and Alex, you know, like I see it in like dudes that I take through the steps and I take in dudes like that come in and like, you know, like, and I see it and I'm like, wow, these dudes are like, actually, you know, like, like doing this thing, you know? And, uh, and it's like. When somebody lets you like house sit for them and it's like all their belongings, you know, it's like, whoa, you know, and then they got an animal too. You're like, whoa, this is crazy. Like you trust me with like the life of your animal and your, you know, and it was like when you, when I fucking house sat for you, Keith, same thing. I was like, well, this is crazy. Like, motherfuckers actually like trusted. I like, you know, that I'm not yeah. going to like do any, like, you know, and like in my head, like I was sober for years when you fucking like, you know, and I like yeah. house sat for you, you know, but still it's like, it's a thing where, you know, and uh, it's funny because I think I had Brandon Wick or somebody meet me and, and keeps just sends me like a snap, like a snapshot of him <laughs> in the fucking thing, you know, like in the ring camera. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I mean, Lawrence, when you reached me out and you were like, hey, um, and you were like, oh, I got to make amends to you for, uh, for not getting high in the house, but like just leaving or whatever, you know, like what, like, you know, and I was like, dude, I was like, you don't owe me an amends, you know, like you're like, no, but like you helped me out, whatever. And like, I want to like, you know, make this right. You know, I was like, wow. Like it's, you know, like it's so cool. It's so cool to see, like I heard Lawrence speak a few weeks ago at a meeting and you are a fucking different you're a different person, you know. That's why it's so great to have him on here, the new Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, like, I, dude, I just, everybody was texting me. I was out of town. They were like, Lawrence just laid it down, dude. Oh yeah, oh man. Like, I mean, like, and it's so cool where we get to see this thing happen. We're like, you know, like, I mean, I've known you for the last, you know, I've been. How so long have we this. known Lawrence? I was I was trying to figure that out. Three and a half years, four years. Oh okay. no, four years. 
It had yeah, to be at least four coming. years because yeah. it's yeah. been fucking four two years. years of pandemic. I first heard about you like because you were w- living at that house with yeah, uh, yeah, uh-huh. Mel's and uh, Laura yeah. Lyons' house. Uh-huh. I just heard that like, you were just like the most scandalous, like like <laughs> evil dude, like scumbag, <laughs> like LA scumbag. Like that was that's all I heard about you. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that's that must be a bad person. You know, like, <laughs> that's 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 what I you know. Chris was the most scandalous though, right? Or your group? Yeah, Chris uh, Collins. He was pretty. Um, I don't know. I mean, dude, there was such a, you know, like merch was another one, like where like Miker, you know, like dude, my friend Rocco, like all there was like, you know, Chris, me, like, I mean, it was that we were all like these just fight, like we were Degenerates, just, right? dude, so bad. And we would like loved getting over on each other, you know, like it was like this whole thing where it was this back and forth where we're like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to fucking, you know, like, dude, like we would keep each other's like, like, we would like it's funny because there's these like this like the seven degrees of separation and it's all very intertwined you know we're like mel had this house and merch was like selling her dope and but it, like he didn't ever want to introduce me to her because he knew that the second i'd meet him i'd be in there you know and then like and then he got busted and i had his phone and i got a call on his phone and it said the lesbians you know and i was like <laughs> you know, yeah. and I literally like went over there and I just never left, you know, like I moved in. I had keys to the place. And by the time he got out, he was like living with the lesbians. Huh? And I was like, how do you know? He goes, fucking come on, man. I'm in fucking county. Yeah. Like I'm in county. We know everything. Like, you know, they got the fucking, you know, he got the <laughs> beat. Sober, Somebody got right? busted. The lesbians? Oh yeah. That's wild. Oh yeah. Well, Mel is, I don't know about Laura, you know, Colleen who was there with Mel has like years now, you know? And it's like, dude, like, Wait, yeah, how we did you know some- about them? Cause I was I I was the traveling knock I was the cr- traveling uh, uh graveyard shift at CRLA, so oh. I, I was doing Melrose mm-hmm. uh for the girls' house when it was a girls' house in Melrose, and then I was doing the the house in Orange County, and I was doing the main house in Summer Hill, where the guys' house in Summer Hill. So I would drive go to all three. They had an Orange County house. They did have an Orange County house. They I didn't Orange, know that. Yeah, it, it was the bodybuilder house. Uh, I sold steroids to all of them. I, they all had mat- crazy infections. I was trying to micromanage and play doctor with all of them. Because when you shoot steroids, you, you, it's not like you can, I guess you can shoot drugs in your veins and you have white blood cells to cure like bacteria and stuff. But when you shoot a dirty needle and you, and you have bad, like, you, you know, bad, like hygiene habits, when you insert a needle deep in your muscle, an inch, inch and a half your muscle, if it's dirty, it sits in it and, and, and it actually gets infected and it creates like an abscess really? deep, deep in your muscle. So these dudes I was selling steroids to were like just injecting and not cleaning, wiping down, sanitizing with alcohol wipes, anything. So everybody started getting infections in their ass, like big welts and stuff. And like I was trying to micromanage it. And did it you was, go through CRLA? No, I didn't. I I, I actually uh, was hired there because uh, somebody named Garrett, Garrett, because I hope you're doing well, brother. Um, he said, "Yeah, there's this place at CRLA where anyone can get a job if you have some sort of talent." You know how Chris got the job for four Gs a month, and like, if you have a talent, you they'll they'll give it make a job for you. I was like, this sounds kind of unreal, but then I ended up getting a job there. Just uh, I wanted to do the fitness thing that didn't work out, but they ended up making me be this the traveling graveyard. So I, I was the head knock CRLA. Yeah, I, what's I, knock? Not, it means it says the nocturnal shift. Oh, it, it's the oh. nickname for knock. So I was a traveling knock for uh the detox. So you the, would drive from house to house? Yeah. I, I I would drive all the way down to Orange County. I would drive to the detox at West Adams. I would drive to Summer Hill in Malibu. And I would drive to the west side on Melrose. That is so crazy. Yeah. Like, I can't, I still can't believe it. That guy fucked that whole thing up. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty wild. I mean, like, it, it just like, you know, I, I, I was the outsider, so they never let me in. Yeah. I never knew anything that was happening. I just knew that something was wrong. 
Oh yeah. Because like uh Chris, I remember in the last podcast, he was talking about how they uh they 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 uh they're making a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars a P test. I was submitted all the P. It wasn't the three times it wasn't one time a week, it was three times a week. So they had 120 people three times a week. So that's that's 100, 200, 300. That's 300, 3, That's 1,200 times 1,000. It's 1.12 million in P a month. They're getting wow. paid out. And I'm submitting all of it. At Summer Hill, I, I would pack the bags. You could stuff like 13 or 14 P cups inside of a UPS bag. And I would ship out like, like 15, 16, 17 boxes. And I was working there with Mikey McCauley. Oh shit! He would do the day shift, and and and, and I he would take over and, and relieve me of my of, of my graveyard shift. But uh, that's how I figured. Like that's how I like, got into CRLA. Oh okay. Yeah, so I, I was just like and you were I, sober for a little bit then, right? I was. I was kind of. I mean, I was just like yeah. You I mean, were, you were abstinent. Is, is steroids being sober? Uh, that's not that's a I good mean, question. No, yeah, not my place to. I mean, fuck, you know what, I can't. Yeah. I can't speak on anyone's being so yeah. for me. That's but, uh, but, but, but what I do know is, like, I was on a whole bunch of uh, diet pills that had amphetamine in it. Mm. So I guess I wasn't sober. I had a narcotic in my system. Cause that's what I would do to like maintain my body fat so low. Cause I had to be hungry all the time. Cause when you have a really crispy six pack, you have to be really hungry all the time. Cause your body's <laughs> not supposed to look like that. You're supposed to naturally have a layer of fat. Cause you're a human. You need to. You need fat to like stay warm to like your body to nourish itself. So that really low body fat you see in the magazines and stuff like that—that's really unnatural. It's like so, like I I had to take amphetamines at all times to always stay my be starving. Really, always stay wow. hungry. You're always hungry when you have that look. You're always fucking hungry. Really, always hungry. Always staying hungry. What about the Rock? Hmm? The Rock. Gee, I think the Rock is. I mean, I I I would see the Rock at uh, Equinox in Woodland Hills before he started doing steroids. And he and he looked great, but he nothing like that he is now. He's definitely beyond his superficial. He 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 is on some superficial logical levels of testosterone for sure. But good for him though. He, he see, but he 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 helps so many people. He's a major like icon. He like yeah, he's, he's a good, yeah he's, he's a good like, dude. So maybe sir, it's it's all about your perspective. Yeah. He's gonna be president one day. He will. Yeah, I think oh, he yeah. will. He could win right now. Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. easy. Yeah. He was always friendly at Equinox. He pull up in like he. Did he, you work there? No, I I had four gym memberships: uh, LA Fitness, Twenty Four Hour Fitness, Equinox, and Golds. Because I, I I would go to gyms and just stun on people because I had the best body, and so I would just go there just to lift and like <laughs> just like be just ego, show up, ego and just yeah to be, walk around with the best body, walk around with my shirt off like to fucking flex on motherfuckers that were like look like normal like me now, and and then I would go to the next gym and do the same thing, and I, and I would go to a meeting, and then yeah. I would just <laughs> that was my whole life. Dude, that is wild. My whole life was was a gym hop and flex on people. How great my muscle bellies and my vascularity and my striations were, and then to like just did like, you work out every day? Yeah, every day because my body could repair itself because uh, I was on uh, s- such a high dosage of uh, of steroids that like uh, you just buy the steroids on the dark web. Yeah, dark web. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's why I involved uh, my like, father. Yeah, and uh, it's it, I I I feel. It's fucked up like that to get him involved with something like that. We doesn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So like uh, that's uh, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. Uh, we're always materialized. We work for them. I really do want to tell him that, but that's not something that's like right right now. So, you know, so. that's. I'm not sure you need to tell him if it's all yeah. over with. Yeah, yeah, and, it, yeah, and it, if it will cause harm, you know, for, for him to, to even bring that up. You know, right, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, it's, it, my dad's so happy now. Yeah. 
Yeah, like uh, I mean, look, I mean, dude, to have you know, to have you in his life, and to have this, you know, this like the son that you know that like for twenty years he didn't have is an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah, he has a son that he's never had before, and like it's it's like really amazing. Yeah, I don't think uh, you need to tell him about that. Yeah, you know, it's already over with. He can't get in any trouble. Right. It might really upset him. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know, I know. And like, uh, like, like, I, I, I screenshot him my Google Calendar for my work schedule. He's like, "Holy shit, this guy's actually yeah. working. He has a job." I mean, I got a call. I got a call from Chris Collins, who we had, who was last week's episode, and uh, and he was like, "Hey, do you know anybody? You know, we, we could we'll shoot the shit like every like you know every few weeks. I'll call him and we'll you know back and forth and we'll talk about something." He goes, "Hey," he goes. I had a thing that something happened, like the guy that was running the studio for me, you know, uh, he's not working anymore. You know, anybody that with any like music experience that could help me, you know, with this out, like, you know, just help produce and just sit in there. And, uh, and I was like, Oh fuck. You know, I'm like, I don't know, maybe, you know, I was like, maybe Lawrence, you know, and he goes, Lawrence, Lawrence. And I go, yeah, he goes, He's like, let me talk to DJ, you know, because DJ knows, you know, and so he talked to, to D and he goes, yeah, and I was like, hey, I was like, you know, I was like, here's the number, you know, and I put you guys in a group text, you know, and, uh, and like, dude, it's like, it's, you know, and like Chris literally called me like a week later and he was like, dude, he's like, Lawrence is the best fit for this, you know, like Lawrence is so Wait, good. what does DJ have to do with this? Dude, DJ like built out this whole fucking studio. He works with. He does all the scheduling. He hires yeah. all the, he, yeah. Oh, DJ works here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. DJ with the mustache. DJ, DJ with, with the, the mustache. mustache. He built this whole he ass built this room whole out. Fucking room out. Dude, there's all of this. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he works for Chris. Yeah. Oh. He I got like him a job working with Chris fucking two years ago. You know. I thought yeah. he owned a store or something. He, they did. They had a store on Melrose, but it shut down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, the 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 pandemic served me well. I mean, like, because like, besides jacking off and like whatever, you know, that's just everybody knows that about me. But like, I I I made I I told the guy that I was living with, I'm like, hey. Like I, I want to make music. I want to learn how to make music. And I was like, it's like so. I used the the uh, I used my disability money, and I and I built this super cool studio and like this trap house with these crazy speakers and like oh, in the bedroom. Yeah. And then I was like, is it cool? Because we were we weren't in the mountains, but we were the house was so far away. I'm like, can I? And I want to play music loud. So besides jacking off, like I I stayed in my terms. I'm like, can I? Besides jacking off, can I make beats here? He goes, make music as loud as you fucking want all day long. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. Jack off, make music, do whatever you want to do. I was, and I was like, I was like, it was a dream, and like no, no, no cops anywhere. I was like, dude, it was like, you know. So then, I started making the music. I started studying, learning. I just smoked meth, jack off, learned about more music, da da da, da And now, like, that's my job now. That's crazy. So I, I spent almost 10, 12 hours a day jacking off, learning about me, jacking, learning about music, over for almost a year inside that trap house, and I learned enough skill sets for me to have this job now. That that it's 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 like it's like providence it's like a fucking then danny got me the job it's like so i'm actually able to learn to apply what i learned in the pandemic so there's something actually good came out from there yeah well i mean yeah, being able to, that but you were but in that in that experience that you had and fucking in the master nut and yeah. in the fucking bottom that you hit like that you know like that was like you had a bottom and you had like that that experience you had had enough sufficient force to let uh, you see that like that you were you know that like that was done that was it that, that was it you know yeah for sure the master nut the master nut the master nut <laughs> it, is, it is eyeball shaking i mean you know I mean, it, 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 it's like it, it's like i it's hard to it's hard to describe what it feels like it's like it, it starts it's like this like you know, we hear the you know when you hear like the movie goes 
dun, dun. Like it's like yeah, that. Yeah, it's uh-huh. like, but it's really slow. But you feel in your body, you hear every frequency go from zero hertz all the way up to like twenty thousand. You're just like, or actually twenty thousand to zero because that's where the bass comes in. So you're just like, yeah. And but it's like I I, I did it. I, I I did the master nut. Not the master cleanse, the master nut. <laughs> and, and, I, and I, and I, and I, you know, and I learned how to make music and now like, uh, I, I'm actually getting pretty good at it. It's cool. And yeah, it's great. The cool thing is, is like, not only are you helping, like you're helping people that are like in like newly sober that are like, they trying love to, it. Dude, they, they're they, stoked. They love and it. you dude, like you keep doing this thing, you know, like not just the music thing, but like, there's going to be people that, you know, like the, like do you have something like the experience that you had in that fucking trap house and in the fucking other, like you, I mean, I've never met, you know, you ever met anybody? Like I've never met anybody like you, you know? And like, you know, and like, and for you, like, I, I like, there's going to be people that nobody else is going to be qualified to, they'll never be able to relate to. And yeah. you're going to be that dude. Like there's going to be like, Oh, you got to hit up Lawrence, you know? Like, Oh, I don't, you know, like, Oh, I, you know, like, and it's crazy. Cause Usually we like, you know, it's like, we know like somebody will call me with some shit. And if I don't have experience with it, right. I'll, I'll be like, Oh, hit up Alexis. You know, if yeah. it's like, if they have a kid, you know, whatever, like, Oh, hit up, you know, Oh, talk to Calumet. Like, Oh, I, I haven't done that. Oh, talk to Keith. You know, like, if it's something that I, I'm not going to like talk out of my ass, if I don't have experience with it, I'm going to refer him to somebody or I'll tell him, Hey, I don't have experience with that. But when I, or like, I don't have any experience with that, but this is a good time where like, I would ask, I would bring this to God or I would be, you know, like I would tell him something like that. But if I do, but there's like a thing where like with this scenario, with the fucking psychosis, with that, you know, like, I mean, there's kind of nobody better than you, maybe on this fucking planet. So, you know, we're like, you're going to be able to help so many people with this. And you're you know? one of the few people who's lived to tell about it. Yeah. Like Robbie Carp killed himself because of that psychosis. Oh, really? Like it, yeah. it was so real to him. He killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 suicide is definitely something that could happen to me in psychosis because it's so real. I gave away over a quarter of my cologne collection in psychosis because, like, yeah, because the police <laughs> officers really like my cologne, and they were like, "Lawrence, you know what? We're gonna let you go. We have to give us some cologne." And I was like, "All right, cool." And like, and I had to like, I would go to random hotels I wouldn't even go into, and I would leave bottles of cologne out in like the street, thinking like that it was like, it was like for the cops. Yeah, for the cops to like, as, as like pay them off with cologne so they wouldn't arrest me. It was fucking weird, dude. Like a lot. Yeah. I lost, I lost a lot. I lost a Bergamot 22. I like, I lost a, I, yeah, I I lost a lot of cologne to a fucking nothing to no one to some homeless bum that probably got some bomb ass cologne like fucking on the street. I mean, he's like, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what he's the like, fuck is this? Why does this lay Labo shit? Yeah, he's like, like, what the fuck is Santal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Booty bump with it? Uh, yeah. Oh it's my God, dude. Yeah. It's, it's just like... You know, there's a thing with that years ago with the winos they were finding them dead. They were drinking the wine in their butt. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Or they would do the, the, the tampon. You remember, did you hear about that? Where they would, the, the girls were... Like, did you, Dave, you ever hear about this? I don't know why I, I knew Dave would know about this, you know? <laughs> the girl, they would take a tampon and they would dip it in vodka and then they would shove it up their ass. Oh, good yeah. Well, cause they, or yeah. in their, you know, or maybe in their other orifice. Fuck, you know? that's right. crazy. Yeah, and it was like fucking people. Like, that was the whole thing. Yeah, I, 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 Butt chugging. I, I try to drip like a syringe, methane syringe in my dick hole, but that shit burns. Oh, really wow. fucking bad, dude. Ooh. Really fucking bad. I mean, I mean, that was during the pandemic. Like, I tried doing that, and that was uh, I don't just doing that. it by drops. Yeah, I, I would shake it up in the syringe, and I would try dropping it in, and like it would oh, burn so oh. fucking bad. Like that sounds awful. It it was pretty awful, and like uh, 
you know, I've missed a shot before, Ooh, and it's the yeah. worst, man. That missing a shot of meth is literally—it's just like it's the worst. You missed the vein, yeah. Oh, the yeah. first time I ever did a shot, the first I had this dude shoot me up. Uh, his name was Bandit. He was like a—he was like a, just like some cholo dude, and we were hanging out with Sasha, and he came over and he was tattooing her, and he like shot her up, and I was like, wait, what? I thought you said you didn't shoot shoot up, and she goes, no, I don't, but you know, and I was like, well, what the fuck, you know? And then so I was like, hey, you got to hit me, and he goes, all right. And uh, dude, he like got a shot ready, whatever, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I've never shot up before. You know, I've smoked it. I've fucking, you know, I've right. like, I've parachuted it. You know, I've snorted it. I've done it. I've uh, done a fucking shit ton of hot rails, you know, but I've never shot up. And like, and he goes and he fucking goes. And I've heard about dudes, you know, and the first time they did it, they fucking, you know, they fucking bust this nut. You know, you yeah, get the yeah. cough and then you fucking come, you know, immediately yeah. from shooting it. I was like, yeah. all right, it's coming. And fucking he goes and. He fucking hits me and he misses. Oh. And I remember feeling just this pain and like not getting anything, you know? And I go, what the fuck? And he goes, oh man, sorry, I thought I registered, you know? And I go, what the fuck is wrong with you, you know? And I was like, well, get another fucking shot ready because I got plenty of veins, motherfucker. You know, I've never <laughs> shot up before. And he fucking went in and he fucking hit the other, you know? He like went, got the other arm and fucking hit it. And I was like, oh wow, I've really been fucking missing out, you know? Yeah. Which I like, I will, you know, it's like, it's a, at the end of the day, it's all the fucking same, you know? And it's all like, I don't know, it's like, I feel like with, with amphetamines more so than, than even like opiates or anything is there's this one, like the first time you do it, you know, like the, I remember the first time I did it when I did that line that was like cut way too fucking thick and, you know, and like, I felt like I was Superman. I feel like I could fucking, I had the best tags. I could, I could fucking put together any, I could do any project. I could build a fucking house. Like I could do anything, you know? And all I ever wanted was that same feeling that I got from that first you one. Never you never know? get it. Never, never, not you even never fucking close. You know, and then we chased it to fucking... To the gates of insanity or death, you know, like like yeah, that, like right. with the fucking psychosis, with you know, fucking. I, I mean, I can't even imagine what Lawrence went through because I, I mean, I'm from Covina where yeah. we had, like had the best meth. So when you would weirdly, sometimes I think I've told Danny this before, we'd be up, you know, you get a little bit like immune to it, kind of not immune, but it wouldn't get you as high. And my friend Diana, we got to get her on here, but she'd be like, "You got to find us some crank, like some of the dirty shit." Uh -huh. You know, she's like, "You got to find us some crank, man," because it just wasn't. You know, we need to be reset, but, you know, like the first time you do it, it's so fucking great. Yeah. And you never get back to that, man. Never. No matter how good the shit is, it's a bummer. Yeah. The cool thing is, like, I don't, you know, like, for me, I, I don't regret any, you know, I don't regret yeah. fucking not, like, I, I don't regret doing any of it, you know, because I've gotten to see, like, I've gotten, fuck, I mean, I wouldn't fucking be sitting here with you guys. I wouldn't have gotten to meet Keith. I wouldn't got to meet, you know, Lawrence. I wouldn't got to meet Dave. Like, I wouldn't, you know, like, I wouldn't get to, like, the life that I have today where, like, I get to meet guys that, like, literally tell me that they're fucking being gang stalked or they, like, you know. They're, they're I was, I thought stalked. I was being gang stalked, too. I, I thought about it last, yeah, like, during the pandemic, I thought I was being gang stalked because, like, what helped me got sober was this thing called Discord. It's this online internet community. Uh -huh. And um, I ended up making friends with these uh, kids across the world that made beats. Mm -hmm. uh, one kid was from Macedonia. This other kid was from Lithuania. This little tiny village of like a thousand people. He's like, these kids. And this other kid, uh, his, his, name, his name is Lev. Le Levinston. He, he actually is the one that actually really helped me get sober. This 15-year-old kid from France. Um, he's the only person that like, I, I don't even know what he looks like up to this day. I still talk to him on a regular basis. Um, we, I met him on this online beat making like chat room online and, um, he would let me like hang out with him online. And, uh, he's from France. He's 15 years old. Uh, I have no idea what he looks like. Um, uh, all I know is the sound of his voice. And, um, if you're there, Lev, man, um, I'm really grateful for you. 
so Lev was this internet kid that I built a relationship. Uh, in when I got after I got out of the the hospital in November, I started going online trying to seek community, trying to f- hang out with people. But I was too scared to leave the house in psychosis. So I found this chat room for these kids around the world that like from these that were making beats, and I started mm-hmm. making beats with them. And I made friends with this kid named Lev, this really cool kid named Lev. Um, he's 15 years old, and like uh, and like uh. We would talk online and uh, he would uh, let me, like, I, I, he would share his screen with me on his computer. He'd play video games with his friends. And like, I told him, like, hey, man, I'm really high on this drug called meth right now. And if it bothers you, I'll leave. I, I don't want to like, if it disrespects your family, I'll leave. Um, but I want to let you know that like, I'm high. And he goes, don't worry, man. It's cool. You're my friend. Uh, I, I don't judge you. You can hang out with me. I was like, all right. I said, are you sure? He goes, yeah. So every day he would ask me, are you high? I'm like, yeah, I'm still getting guys. He says, don't worry, you can hang out. So I would just, he, he would share his screen on his computer where him playing video games with his friends, like Monopoly or whatever else it was. And like for over a month and a half, two months from, uh, from, uh, from December and January, he was the only friend that I had. Um, oh, wow. This, this random, this not, but this kid named, this random kid from half across the world in France that I met online randomly in this, uh, in this, uh, in this chat room. Uh, wow. yeah. So Lev was my friend for two months and he was the only person I talked to on a daily basis for two months. And he never gave up on me and he always had supported me. And he always said, you know what? I know you're going to be okay. You can be my friend, no matter whatever happens, I'm going to be your friend. So w- without his support, I don't think I would have actually even got sober this time. Was he good at making beats? He, yeah, he's great. He's really good at making beats. He's really good. And like, um, yeah, so that, that's my friend Lev. I, I asked, like, uh, he was the only person I talked to for two months on a consistent basis every single day. And, uh, with, he's a huge part of why I got sober this time. Cause he was the only person that I had in touch with reality from when the antipsychotic stopped working and I started hearing voices. He was the only like uh grounding that I had that, that was a real voice. That was a real person that I could talk mm. to. So then I made amends to him too, because, uh, I thought he was the police or the feds trying to like, you know, set me up for some sort of like thing. I thought they were in the router. I thought they were in the computer. I still kind of, no, Lev, you're not out to get me. I mean, like, <laughs> may, I don't I, it's, it's still, it's still a healing process, but like, like, uh, yeah, Lev was like, in the end, I was like, Lev, fuck you, dude. You're like, you're one of them. And then I, and then that's when Dave dragged me out. And, and, and that's when I, 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 I went to the sober living and I, and I excommunicated with him. So I lost contact with him for like six months. Wow. And randomly, I went online, and then uh, I got a message from him on Reddit. Wow. And he was like, Lawrence, are you alive? I was like, oh, dude, this is the guy I owe amends to, dude. This guy, who's, this little kid who, like, showed me mad love. I got to make amends to him. And I thought I was never going to meet him again. I thought wow. I was never going to see Lev again. I thought, like, this kid that loved me, and I didn't even know who the fuck he even looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, this random internet stranger, dude, this internet friend. And I was like, yo, I need to talk to you. So we talked and like, and then we just like, um, I, I screen shared my face, but he didn't want to show me his. And I was like, yo, man, this is like, I got to make amends to you. Like what that means is like, his English isn't very good either. He just understands it. So we have this weird like relationship, mm. you know, he's, his English is not very good, but he understands it. And like, he tries, he talks to me in broken English and I talked to him in English and like, I was like, yeah, this is what it is, man. I was in psychosis and I like, I'm sorry for being so rude to you and like screaming at you saying you're the bad guy. It was the drug. He goes, man, I forgave you a long time ago. Wow. He says, I already forgave you. Wow. I, yeah. Like, don't worry about it. I forgave you a long time ago. You know, I was like, fuck, that's deep for some 15 year old kid. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause his dad, like, uh, his dad abused him and his dad's not, he has a lot of personal, uh, troubles. That's why he's online a lot. Mm. 
So he seeks refuge like online on internet chat rooms and that's like, so like, yeah. So like, he's like, man, I forgave you a long time ago. It's all, it's all good. So like we talk every, uh, he has, like, we, I talked to him uh, yesterday. We talk every couple of days. He will send me a message on Instagram and like, yeah, that's Lev. Uh, I, yeah. And that's, and the, he, he helped me. He who was one of the reasons I got sober and like uh, off of discord, the chat room. So oh, wow. yeah. Cool. That's pretty wild. Is there anything else you want to say? Is there anything? No, I, I, I just like, you know, like I'm, I'm grateful I could be here. Cause like when, in like regular means, I don't really, even Alexis, like, yo, like Lawrence, like, you know, everyone knows Alexis calls me the Jack Lord. Like, cause like, he's like, yo, he's like, you know, you don't need to be the Jack Lord anymore, Lawrence. I'm like, I'm like, I know it's cool. And you said, it's okay to change. I'm like, all right, it's cool. So that's like, so like, it's cool to be here just to like, give like some sort of like, even people that don't even like know me in real life, like, yeah, like life's a lot different now. Uh, you know, listen to the podcast, know what happened to me. Uh, You're not the Jack Lord anymore. I'm not the Jack Lord anymore. No, I'm, I'm not. And uh, I busted the master nut and like, that was really helpful for me. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it's just what it is. And, uh, you know, one day at a time, uh, thanks for being here. And uh, don't you know, I'm going to be in the background because I'm going to be recording this thing for weekly episodes and I'm going to be editing it. Hopefully... And I'm really grateful to have this opportunity to like now be part of it's all bad podcast and to it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just what it is now. Like my life is so beautiful today. Yeah. And that's all I have to say. Cool. Thanks, Lawrence. Dude, thanks, thanks Lawrence. Peace. So stoked you're here. So yeah. grateful to have you on. Yeah. Thanks sure. for thanks. coming back. For sure. Yeah. Later. Later. Mm.